0: Hello there, everybody, and welcome back to the Grap Up, that once in a while pro wrestling podcast from your friends at Link to the Cast. I'm your host, your guide through this really chock-full WrestleMania week, Dave Ryan, and I'm joined on the line by the usual comrades I bring onto the grap up. First, Mark Robinson. Mark, how are you?
1: Uh, I'm not actually Think I am prepared to talk about The amount of wrestling I don't even think I'm prepared to watch the amount of wrestling That's going to be taking place over the next Seven to eight days Um, Yeah, I think it's only just dawning on me now (laughs) Fuck
0: Yeah, yeah Actually, I should have given you a proper introduction That's Mark Robinson of the Honor Roll podcast Over on the Voices of Wrestling podcast network
1: Yeah, that as well Uh, Yeah, that that episode has literally just gone up As we started recording this
0: yeah, so very timely this yeah. program. So go check that over Voices of Wrestling. Uh I'm on that show as well. Um joining us as well, the Roman Reigns of Audio, Jack Lazell. Jack, intimidating week of wrestling ahead. How are you feeling?
2: Yeah, Dave. I uh I'm I'm not bad, thanks. I wouldn't say I'm like at full, like Netflix and chill, but I'm definitely at Spotify inside hug level right now. Uh so that's that's kinda where I am emotionally. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Rounding out the panel, we've got the man from uh, not only the Chair Shop podcast, but the uh, the ever-delightful Journey Through Gorilla Island podcast. I got a shout-out from one Excalibur recently. It's Barry Murphy. Rubbing shoulders with the stars, my friend.
3: That's right, and it's got me in the mood to fight TV and fuck.
0: <laughs> Good grief. <laughs>
2: it's it's actually hey, hold- Spotify and Side hug, not fucking. Just letting you know. Oh no! I've, I've misread the room. I've got all these fight bulbs, and I got nothing to do with them now. Barry, get away from me!
0: <laughs> uh, so going into WrestleMania week, I kind of like I I had been putting together this a uh, this comprehensive agenda earlier on in the day, and the more I was going through it, the earlier and earlier I was realizing this week starts, and it kind of starts on like Wednesday evening. Uh, this year, it is just creeping closer and closer to the start of the week. It's it's not that long since it's three years since myself and Mark, after much travel woes, landed in Dallas, where I'd say there wasn't even a quarter uh, of the wrestling shows we have on offer this year. Um, to go around the table, um, what kind of coming into this week, what kind of shows before we start running through the indies uh, that you may have earmarked for yourself to look at or uh loaded up on the the fight tv app pre-ordered ready to go uh we'll start with mark what kind of shows are you looking for
1: uh to be honest the way i'm approaching uh anything that isn't any of the big heavy hitters uh on the independent side i feel my approach is just going to be i'm going to get my fight tv subscription um I'm not even sure how they work. Whether it's just a one-off payment or there's a monthly subscription or whatever, and I'm probably. I'll, just... I'll
0: walk you through it after. You
1: know, I appreciate that. Thank you. Uh, I'm probably just gonna gonna pick and choose as I go along, um, like because mm. I'm working um, up until Friday, and actually I'm working Saturday as well. As I think about it, so it's really gonna be like as I see reports throughout the day. If there's anything that uh, that turns up that looks. Uh, the people are kind of giving a shout out about i'll probably go and check that but in terms of me kind of actively looking for stuff I'm um, i'm really going to just be playing this by just kind of seeing what's out there what what kind of uh gets the the rave reviews um i don't know whether we classify rev pro in this uh bulk of independent shows but like the rev pro card is 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 pretty uh, chuck a block so like that one in particular i will be wanting to kind of look out for um, mm-hmm. but in terms of like pure independence like not including Impact or whatever else uh, I guess Josh Barnett's Bloodsport because I mean yeah buddy you know like, it's fucking ridiculous so that's that's the two things um, having kind of had a brief look through but really it's just going to be just uh, and I suppose the rest of the content show because that's always pretty good every year and there's um, I mean Osprey it's and such- Bandito I mean geez come on so yeah
0: they've got they've got two of those this year but we'll get into that um jack it's it's it, every year more and more there's kind of different shows catering to different tastes in wrestling uh what has tickled your fancy uh, on the calendar
2: well first of all i must confess that i will probably be enjoying the majority of what's going to happen in a lot of these matches in gif format yeah, <laughs> like I expect. The it's timeline... the most financially
0: sound way to do it, I think.
2: Yeah, the timeline will be on fire with the with the the flames of a thousand gifts over the next few days. So I'm gonna be thoroughly enjoying that. Um, the Orange Cassidy show.
0: Oh man!
2: I mean, I I feel like that's one that I will go out of my way to watch because it it features such excellence as the the one minute time limit match between Chuck. And Trent, which is going to be awesome. You've got a seven out of thirteen falls match with yeah. Chris Brooks <laughs> versus Logan Easton Larue. Like what? And 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 Martina versus Nate Webb. These are matches I didn't know I ever wanted to see until I now really really want to see them. Uh, so yeah, I, I'd imagine I'll watch the Biggies. The New Japan show I think is going to be really interesting as well. Uh, but yeah, uh, I, I think. Joey Janela would be the main indie show uh, that I'll definitely watch if I can get around to it. But yeah, there's just, there's so much happening. You know, something cool is going to happen on the majority of the shows. So if I'm going to see it, if I'm going to see Virgil doing something crazy and turning up
0: somewhere for a big paycheck,
2: it'll probably be on a GIF.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Barry, with the amount of shows, there's kind of an element of strategy people have employed to try and get the kind of most amount of wrestling for the least amount of money. Like, do I get an independent wrestling subscription for the month? What do I buy on Fight TV? Do I start a new Fight TV account to get those bonus credits? Um, ha- have, have you been employing any of these strategies or what shows have you bitten on or, or is your debit card thus far safe?
3: The card is safe thus far. Um, the thing is, a lot of these subscription-based services actually aren't going to have too many um, too many heavy hitters. I don't know what the status of the Madison Square Garden show is. I assume that might go up on New Japan World eventually.
1: That's on New Japan Ring of On Live, Fight TV, and live on pay yeah.
0: Oh wow, it's on all of oh, that's that's good. Uh, that's reassuring. Yeah. Um, so, so I guess I I'm, I remember that was the thing people were saying like why the fuck would you pay cuz I think it's like 30 euro on on Fight TV when you can just get a month of New Japan World.
3: Right yeah that's 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 been the, that's my my assumption because i saw the fight listing and I was like oh well surely they're not going to put it on the the New Japan service but if it'll be on there that that's great I'll I'll probably watch that cuz it's funny when 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 Mark was uh, was asking there Fight TV is uh I think they do have a bundle but it's massive it's like yeah. 100 quid generally yeah. speaking you're buying those shows piecemeal um which does kind of put me off a little bit i think like i have an indie .tv subscription but it, there's like the beyond show and then they there's like an indie .tv event that they're putting on yeah. and that actually does look all right and the beyond show looks all right so you know that's okay but generally speaking you know a lot of these shows you kind of have to buy and so i have i have kept i i've you know, I'm like that quick draw, that really awesome quick draw mini game that everyone loves from Red Dead Two. I got my <laughs> hands hovering over the card, but I have not yet drawn it. Um,
2: oh, I, I think... liked it. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Let's relitigate some stuff on this podcast. Game of the Year 2018, <laughs> Part Three starts uh, now. Three, here we go. But um, no, I I think I'm probably going to go very uh, predictable and straightforward, which is I will watch. The G1 Special, I do think that card has actually really come together in a very good way. Um, And like pretty much everyone else, I'm probably going to buy at the very least one of the Game Changer shows. Um, That one being Bloodsport. I will definitely buy and watch Bloodsport just because it's such a a novelty and such a weird thing. Dave, I know you and I, we went to WXW this year. We saw Ambition. That Mm -hmm. style of wrestling to see once or twice a year is really cool. Yeah. um uh, i really like what they've done with the orange cassidy show especially pulling that together on such short notice uh that and the spring break show i think that's basically going to come down to whether or not i'm around and at home to watch it live yeah uh i was actually talking who was it i think it was uh you know uh jamesy who, who you guys know uh was talking to about this the spring break shows they're fun to watch live because they're kind of innate and weird and there's some good matches but there's very rarely a must-see match and it's a fun thing to watch and live tweet i don't know if it's a show i would like watch after the fact
0: yeah i think um, it's the only show. actual is mem- a show
3: that you
2: can inv- that is a gift show barry you can yeah. definitely enjoy that and go for
0: I think yeah. the only match I can remember being like genuinely memorable of that that was was oh, no it wasn't Spring Break. What was the show that had Walter and PCO on it? That was yeah, that was Spring. Break. Yeah, that yeah, that was, was Spring Break. Break. Yeah, so that's, that's... probably the, the only exception to the rule.
2: Matt Riddle versus um oh who was it the old school shooter guy it... oh Severn gonna... yeah. yeah I liked that match a lot.
0: Oh it, and fuck they did uh, they did David Starr and Quack last year as well. Yeah. But that was so, that was a
3: weird match. I mean yeah. that' paper that sounds great, but it was like that audience didn't really give a shit about that match. and that's that's the other thing about about Mania weekend shows again and, and the difference between you know watching it live and having a bit of fun as a live thing to watch, you know, uh, while you're you know live tweeting all this other stuff versus going back on VOD. I mean, the audiences are so frequently terrible. Yeah. uh on these shows spring break crowds tend to be very lively but then the show runs long and some of the matches don't get any reaction you know so it's, yeah. it's very much going to be a case of i'll definitely watch Bloodsport and the cassidy and spring break shows they will be subject yes. to my my ability to watch and then the g1 show will be a, a must watch all this other stuff there's been a lot of shit talking about this weekend i think a lot of it's justified i think there's a lot of Decent looking stuff, but I don't. I don't know if there's too many other cards that are consistent enough across the boards to get me. Uh, get me paying. Uh, I mean, if I, didn't, if I didn't already follow the product, I don't know if I'd be going out of my way to watch that WXW show. Uh, you know, like the WrestleCon card looks great on paper, but God, Will ospreay has got 17 matches that weekend. Is that match going to really? is that ma- is that match gonna really is, is he gonna have any one singular great performance that weekend I mean if he if he does I Jeff think it'll be, it'll be Jeff Cobb exactly that's gonna be the match Um it's just weird it's just uh WrestleMania weekend it's just such a albatross it really is it's just, just such hmm. there's so many uh uh things about it but uh I'll I'll certainly be uh buying a couple of shows at the very least yeah
0: I think you hit the nail on the head there, Barry, as we get into the section on the indies here. And that's that there's a lot of shows that have one, somewhere between like one and three matches that will pique your interest a little, but yeah. like a lot of them don't have enough to justify you paying with cash. A lot of these shows to me are the, if you've got some leftover fight TV credits yeah. kind of shows, um, and then uh, some of them are just like yeah may- maybe if it turns out that this match was an absolute banger maybe I'll buy it on demand after the fact but I'm not gonna like I, I have a-, a good handful of shows but they were based on like stuff I'd be interested in stuff like like you said stuff that will have decent crowds like I got the Rev Pro show because the Americans go go crazy for the-, the British and European promotions coming over so that might be a relatively safe bet on a good crowd Bloodsport as well because fucking love Bloodsport um i i got the the wrestlecon show uh joey janela spring break i think you're like the european promotions and the the gcw shows are probably your your best bets for some good crowds i didn't even consider evolve last year or, or after last year where it was alan trying to start chance on his own in what sounded like a crypt um it was it was just <laughs> awful
2: is that sarah's experience every day do we think
0: I would th- I, w- I would think so.
2: <laughs> Let's get breakfast.
0: <laughs> um, I gotta I'm gonna run down the list of some of the um the, the independent shows here and the matches I've kind of pulled out that might be worth having a look at. Um, and please, uh, I'll stop on the kind of bigger shows, the one we, the ones we've all earmarked here, and we can have a bit of a chat about them. But uh, otherwise, I'll just fly through them unless I stop me or, or one of you does. Um, kicking off the week is the Independent wrestling, wrestling Family Reunion, which is one that you will get for free if you have an independent wrestling TV subscription. Uh, otherwise, you can get it for like... I think it's nine ninety nine a month. Is how much they are. Um, the only match on this that I kind of like really stood out to me is a match for the independent wrestling title, and that's Jonathan Gresham versus Orange Cassidy, which is just a yeah. That's that's a thing. You know, and like both Gresham and Orange Cassidy. It's one of those things I can't remember who was it maybe it was James he said it'd be great if there was like a thing where you could uh, a la carte buy all the matches one dude is gonna have throughout the week and follow him because Jonathan Gresham is a safe bet to probably have a good match every time out um but that match for the independent wrestling title is the only one that really stuck out to me i ended up uh, keeping my independent wrestling subscription just because uh won alan 4 on on the honor roll podcast that marcos really put over that show as being a, a sleeper hit of the week so i'll be watching that um then this is one I only found out was happening, like, last week, and that's a Destiny versus Fight Club Pro show, which has got, a like, a couple of kind of – it's got one really good tag match in Prospect. Um, so there's uh, Ricky Shane Page versus Dunkzilla, which will be, I imagine, quite a bruising affair. Jesus then Christ,
2: they're going to try and hurt each other a lot.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like Dungzilla is just off the the back of a very rough weekend. I've seen some gifs or some uh, some hand cam footage of um, that ladder match they had a progress at the weekend with uh, with Robo and Osprey, and that that looked rough. Yes, um, two yeah. men
2: that also don't care about their health.
0: Yeah, that's that's for damn sure. Uh, a tag match that really piqued my interest is the Rascals. Uh, versus the besties in the world, versus Team White Wolf, who I'm delighted to see getting a few bookings over Mania Weekend, versus Ses- Session Juice, which is Martina and Orange Cassidy. Uh, that could be an absolute banger, I think.
3: Yeah, it could be. And and, and the winner goes into the, the tournament, the DTTI, um, yeah. in in April. Martina, you know, she's done all right for herself this year. I have to say, she's got a lot of bookings. Um mm. Most of them don't do anything for me, but she's got a lot of them. Um,
0: she, it, I would say she has positioned herself that with a series of good performances, she stands to, like, uh, put herself on the map more than kind of... I, I, I'm i looking at a lot of women's matches taking place over this week, and there's not a lot of hugely interesting ones to me. But if, if her, she puts in good performances in some of these matches, she will be getting talked about off the back of this weekend. So fair play to her for getting them. Getting in on all these shows. Um then kind of remnant that show there's like um Chris Brooks, Lycos, and Kyle Fletcher against Amazing Red, Puma King, and Robbie Eagles, which should be your kind of like PWG style spot fest, which would be a lot Amazing of fun. Amazing
2: Red. Like yeah. that is a real blast from the past.
0: Yeah. His uh his actual promotion have a, a show, a uh, House of Glory. Uh, later in the week I think I have a match highlighted from that uh, as Barry alluded to earlier uh, WXW are doing a show they're calling America is to and Barry they seem to be when we were there for 16 carat weekend they seem to be pushing this event like really hard The like we were at the what would have been the old shotgun TV tapings but they did like a road to USA tapings um, so they seem to be getting behind this show as a kind of this is a chance to go like hey Americans here we are
3: yeah, and, and in, in some ways, I think they have put a good foot forward because they have put on some good matches and some matches that feel very WXW. I mean, you're getting Lucky Kid versus David Starr. Yep. Um, which is, you know, two of their their top guys, two guys that they, they push very hard. Bobby Guns, their newly crowned champion, versus hero Irie, who they've already had a series of very, very good matches. So, you know, that that stuff's good. And that stuff's authentic. You know, I I wouldn't want to go there and see... You know, like just a bunch of W, just a bunch of evolved guys and stuff like that. And yeah. they've got some in the mix, but I, you know, I, I much rather, you know, they've used them fairly interesting with things like, you know, Avalanche versus Darby Allen. I mean, that, you know, that, that's good stuff. Yeah. But also, it's just like, you know, the Work Horseman versus Aussie Open. I mean, that doesn't do a whole lot for me personally. And I like, I like Aussie Open. I don't have a problem with the Work Horseman.
1: Um,
2: I'll, I'll be honest with you, I've never seen Aussie Open have a bad match in the last year or so like i've even seen them work uh guys like mills and mayhew in progress who are like still pretty damn green and they still continue to just have really awesome matches no matter who it's against like so i wouldn't doubt that they will have a great match if they're given time even if it is against a workhorseman
0: um you've also got uh, speaking of tag matches lax versus the crown which is yearn simmons and alexander james and i think like we had remarked barry that yearn simmons had kind of his stock has has fallen over the last while and he had a fairly aimless weekend at carrot in my estimation and uh, a big tag match on a mania weekend against lax is as good a chance as any to kind of like get back in the swing of things
3: absolutely and you know that's and lax are great but again kind of based on what we've seen i don't know, i don't have a whole lot of confidence again you know maybe yeah. he will say okay this is a chance i'll really take it but i got my hopes and plus and alexander james you know he's all right but just a strike me a guy who's gonna go in there and have a an lax bagger. yeah uh, and then another match here uh on the cards is you know absolute andy versus chris brooks um I, I'm bullish on Andy. I've loved a lot of Andy matches this year, but I do, I do not know if absolute Andy versus Chris Brooks is gonna set the American crowd, you know, on fire. Um
1: that
3: yeah. at weekend.
0: The, yeah, that's not the there's an absolute Andy match later on that I'm more looking forward to because of the it being in a the outside of WXW because 'cause I'm just fascinated to see how that character of the ultimate da will go with a non WXW crowd. Um, But we shall see. We've also got Lufisto versus you, which should be, again, another bruising affair. And with Lufisto retiring soon, this is kind of one of our last chances we'll get to see a a big match featuring her. So that'll be another thing to tune in for. Then we get to a show that I think we have all kind of circled on the calendar. And that's Josh Barnett's Bloodsport, which is your kind of, as Barry said, ambition style, shoot style. There's no ropes Uh, It's a real kind of like uh, what you might cynically call a grapple fuck kind of show. Uh, Really into it because they get a lot of kind of older guys, like shoot fighter guys, uh, and they they mix them up in here. We nearly last year had the, um, was it, it was Riddle and Loki, wasn't it? And then it turned to Riddle and uh, Minoru Suzuki. Isn't that that what happened?
3: That was the one, that was the circumstance, Yeah. yeah
0: yeah so i'm looking forward to josh barnett's blood sport this year because obviously matt riddle has been signed uh some of the matches we have in prospect here again none of all of these matches just make me feel sore thinking about them uh in prospect we've got hideki suzuki versus tim thatcher which is one of your jamesy matches of the week i imagine uh yeah. Fr- frank mir versus dan Severn, which is just that's, brilliant that's just a fight
2: like, just yeah, a, a literal fight from UFC in like 2003 or something. That was just that'd be a legitimate fight,
0: yeah. Uh, Minoru Suzuki versus Josh Barnett, and you know, Josh Could, Barnett's gonna be up for that one.
2: Can we just rejoice in a world where Minoru Suzuki and, and Josh Barnett are, are gonna kick the shit out of each other,
0: yeah? Like. God. And they are. They're going to kick the shit out of each They're other. they the
2: a fuck out of each other. If I'd said that to you a few years ago, you would have called me insane. Like that is just so cool as a pairing. but that, that's that's my most excited match here on this Bloodsport show by a long way. And now it's been I imagine it's Mark Robinson's as well. well I was
1: going to say now it's been confirmed that Juice Robinson has the the Bully Ray match at. At the Madison Square Garden show, uh, this is this is where I think Suzuki's going to have that fight because I was convinced that he had the the Bully Ray match, but uh, yeah, what? Else, just I, I'd have liked to have seen the Jay White Josh Barnett uh, uh MMA fight because you know maybe they're going to do that one day, but until then, this is just it's just one of those things, and uh, that's kind of the whole beauty of WrestleMania weekend is. You will have, and that's kind of why Game Changer and Joey Janela's the Spring Break got that notoriety because it just went, let's just go as completely as just fucking mad as possible. And you see cards up and down this weekend that have maybe it's just one match here, or maybe a couple of matches here and there that are there as just complete, you know, freak show novelty attractions. But you add the kind of semi shoot fight type approach with this and it's just it's completely different to anything else that's happening over the mania weekend and if you want to stand out and if you want people to come you have to provide that uh and that that is kind of one match above all others that uh provides that you know and minora suzuki in america uh, i think is a draw because it doesn't happen that often so um and in this kind of environment as well just <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah i'm just glad we don't have uh fucking hornswoggle and suzuki because that's about the one person hornswoggle isn't facing this weekend yeah
2: that's just the old school territory thing isn't it? we've got this tough motherfucker from
1: from japan
2: versus a real tough motherfucker from from here and let's just let them kick the shit out of each other there's yeah. there's nothing complicated about that that's what i like about no. this
0: that's that's what's great about blood and that's what that was what was great about it last year don't give a fuck about angles or anything like that. It's like, let's just get two people in to kick the shit out of each other. And then when they're done, get the next two people in to kick the shit out of each other. It's good stuff. And then rounding out that show in matches, I'm looking forward to him is Takeda, uh, versus Jonathan Gresham. Again, another banger in prospect for, for one Jonathan Gresham. Um, the MLW TV tapings are happening over that week and I uh, kind of only want to remark on them because there are, are two matches that are one's an, a Styles Clash and a half uh, and the other one, which is LA Park versus Pentagon Jr. in a match that I think will have entirely too much charisma. Um,
2: Yeah. I mean, awesome. <laughs> like, that is a the previous generation's king of Lucha versus this generation's king of Lucha. Like, mm-hmm that is an a, an excellent generational
0: match up right there
3: is that, uh is this one live in any capacity i don't think it is is it
0: no i don't think it is That's
3: i like um i like mlw it's not it's not like amazing but it's the the tv show is really watchable
0: um, yeah. i don't yeah, watch
3: it exactly. as easy I'll watch
1: like. it's an easy watch although that that warner uh, la park match was was kind of difficult to to Ah, uh, oh, oh,
3: I like the Manser. I like him. He's
1: good. Uh, that that match in particular was a bit rough, but LA Park in general, he's uh, he doesn't really fit in that suit anymore, and it's just no, yeah, uh, he really doesn't. Christ, no. to- I mean, as someone who's watching, Do 98 you want to tell him that? at the moment he didn't then either? <laughs> no, I don't want to tell him that because he will kill me. <laughs> but but yes, yeah, the the MLW show is is a very easy watch, and um, I I kind of fear for it in the the current market with AEW joining um joining the ranks that I'm not sure kind of who they're going to have going forward considering the, the contracts that they had with wrestlers seem to be loose at best yeah um
0: they
3: the, um, about uh, them as the well interesting interesting tidbit from MLW about this show um I don't watch TV every week I watched it last week and I haven't watched it you know in a while um, they were building up this taping and they talk about how Jimmy Havoc is like has a win over Filthy Tom Lawler he's like the one guy who has a win over him or something, which is building up that yeah. match that caught me off guard
0: what <sighs> a weird feud, I never would have put those two together in my head like,
3: there is a contingent of Yanks just love Jimmy Havoc I don't know if it's the fact that he was a star over here for so long that, yeah. that, he, sees that he has novelty factor over there, but yeah, there are people who get well into him
0: but um,
2: yeah, the, the it, people it, that like death matches, man, the people that used to get tapes of
0: ECW and watch it over and over again are the people. Yeah, that that that's true. Sure. Happening. He won tournament to death. Like, was it last yeah, year or the year before? He did. Yeah. It's think the year before last. And I guess he's not over there as much as he is over here. So he's not as much of a kind of spent force to crowds over there. That's um,
3: true he works like every three times every weekend over here, you know? So
0: yeah, yeah. We've seen him batter Paul Tracy with toilet seats and and the (laughs) like, (laughs) Uh, but yeah, that's, that's a weird match. Then we've got the WrestleCon super show, which I think the, the two matches that uh, have uh, people just salivating a prospect are, as Mark mentioned earlier, Will Ospreay versus Bandito and Dragon Lee versus Cavanario. Um, I think on the strength of those two matches alone, this is a show I need to watch.
2: Yes, gravity will cease to
1: exist <laughs> during the matches. There is a good chance between this and the triple threat at G1 Supercard that Bandido could easily have two of like the top five matches over the, the next week, easily. Mm. Yeah. Um,
3: yeah, that's and I think WrestleCon Super Show, they, they did well to adjust to... They lost Pac, first of all. Um, and then they lost the entire collection of Dragon Gate guys they were bringing
0: <laughs> they over. They lost an entire roster, and they've, yeah, they've still managed nice to recover. That is brutal. That is brutal. But they've, they've put on a
3: good show in this place. They shuffled around the US versus the world show that they're doing. We'll talk about it in a bit. I, I I think they've done pretty well, all things considered, uh, uh, with the very difficult situation there. So yeah, I hope that show goes off without any further hitches.
0: Yeah, and I've seen a tweet, I can't remember who it was, it's one of those kind of like uh, Lucha Twitter guys uh, who was saying that like for people who haven't seen Cavernario live, him versus Dragon Lee is going to blow people away. And I am one of those people who hasn't really seen any Cavernario, so I'm very excited in prospect for that. Um, In the middle of this week, we've got uh, Impact United We Stand. Obviously, Impact feeling themselves a bit more this year, because last year they gave uh, Impact versus Lucha Underground away for free on Twitch. This year, it's like 27 euro on on fight, so a bit steep. And uh, the the match, I, I just needed to say out loud because I still can scarcely believe it's actually happening, they have gotten uh, Pentagon Jr. and Phoenix, the Lucha Bros, versus Rob Van Dam and Sabu. <laughs> and, like, God bless Pentagon, God bless Phoenix, but they are going to be doing the Lord's work to get a passable match out of those two in 2019. How much did you
2: say this was? 27 euro? Yeah. That'll be about four grand in British pounds by the end of this week, I think. Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and, the, and the thing as well is, like, you've gone from, like, they've gone in the kind of wacky direction with that match, which is kind of the theme of the weekend.
0: Yeah. I but, think, like, yeah. popping interest with a match is kind of, like, a, a, a tactic that a lot of people are using.
3: But at, but at that price tag, that's a. Yeah. yeah. For, for when you're going for novelty value that's almost certainly going to translate to zero in ring, you know. Um,
0: yeah you want you want a novelty match like that if you're if you're hoping that the novelty match will get people in you want your show being priced at like a lot of them are priced around 15 16 euro and I think like anywhere between 10 and that kind of price is probably you'll get a lot of impulse buys for freak show matches like that um but yeah, that's the only real kind of... Um, the, the, it's a decent carrot impact to have on, but that's the only one that's really kind of grabbing any headlines uh, well, for they, me. Well,
1: they just announced as well that... Because uh, Yamato is going to be taking on Rich One for the X Division title, and obviously mm. with the, the Dragon Gate issue. Uh, so they've announced that Flamita will be taking that spot. So that's... that. You know, it's it's a pretty good card overall. Uh, I, I, yeah. I do think that they have one of the better cards for the weekend, but uh yeah like they i feel they have really kind of priced themselves out there uh Mm -hmm. uh, you know it's i guess it's nice in a way that they kind of feel they have a little little bit buoyed with confidence but um i'm not sure
0: not sure it's going to kind of
1: work out in the long run
0: yeah um aiw are running a show called the slumber party massacre which is uh Notable for one hard-hitting match, I suspect, and one of the aforementioned Freak Show matches. So we've got Eddie Kingston versus Otani, which, you know, again, Eddie Kingston is another guy who's retiring after this year, so is probably going to have uh, quite the affair with Otani here. Um, And the Freak Show match is Scott Steiner versus Hornswoggle. Okay. Just let that sit for a second.
2: (laughs) Gift match.
3: Hornswaggle has I believe 5 matches over the course of this weekend I believe.
2: Yeah. What are you going to say on this... that show? <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> I was going to I was going to put out um a challenge but I I reckon someone would do it and hold me to it. I was going to bet anyone who's going to take me up on the offer 20 quid if they went to every show Hornswoggle was booked on and took a picture a selfie of themselves with him in the ring in the background. Um, but I'm certain some freak would take me up on it, so I didn't bother.
2: Oh, dude,
0: I'd be tempted to lay out that I challenge.
2: Am buying a ticket as we speak.
0: <laughs> <laughs> He's heading right to Heathrow, British after this. Airways,
2: the Queen's
0: airline. <laughs> I am coming <laughs> over.
2: <laughs>
3: With those 20 euros, that's a, that's a, a mortgage by me.
2: <laughs> yep, exactly. I am staying in the Hilton. <laughs>
0: It's these kind of wise financial decisions the Brits are known for, in fairness, lately.
2: Oh, haven't you heard? Dude, I've been, I was Brexit secretary earlier. That's how fucked it is now. <laughs> for
0: about
2: seven and a half minutes, I was Brexit secretary.
0: <laughs> uh, then we've got, uh, as Barry kind of alluded to earlier, there's a WrestleCon US versus the World show that had to be reshuffled. Uh, at the moment, we are now looking at um, a couple of pretty decent matches on this show worth checking out. Um, one... Brian Cage versus Masato Tanaka Brian Cage, a man who doubles in size every time I see him and Masato Tanaka, a man I cannot believe based on the the grief he put his body through throughout his career is still going Um, but uh, that should be quite the affair Barry, we got to see Masato Tanaka live a few months ago God, our
3: 2018 with, with OTT was so wild. I actually always forget we saw Tanaka live. On a
0: fucking contenders show.
3: I got to see Tanaka. I was third row ringside for a Masano-Tanaka match. Oh, my God. That was so great. And it's like he obviously didn't do any wild shit on that show because it was a six-man tag. But I got, you, you got the impression watching him, like, he could still go. Like, he's still...
0: Yeah. Still hits he's the i like sure, a motherfucker
3: yeah, I'm sure he's bagged up, but he doesn't he doesn't let it show um, and I wouldn't be surprised if that's if that's short and you know Cage will do all kinds of mad shit I'd say that would probably be very good fun
0: yeah for sure uh we've also got uh Sammy Guevara versus Puma King and David Starr versus daga, uh which I'll be watching out of curious interest Because David Starr, probably my favorite wrestler in the world right now, but daga is 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 a weird wrestler to me
3: yeah he's he's in super strong style this year which i was got That's got to be one of the most left field uh uh people to show up in progress in god knows how long but yeah he's all right i mean i think i think him and star will have a good match
0: yeah Um, he's a right he's a guy who needs like people need to actually think about who they're putting him in there against i think yeah uh for sure uh Mark, anything from the WrestleCon US versus the world show that you're particularly interested in?
1: Uh, I, I kind of echo your sentiments about David Starr at this point because uh, it, it hasn't actually been that long ago that I was uh, kind of really properly introduced to seeing him um, and certainly now seeing him in a live capacity uh, and and yeah. everything he's doing with... OTT has completely like enamoured me to him uh, as, as like a, just a fantastic heel and his character. I
0: believe I believe you described his performance on that contender show with his match against Terry Thatcher and his his involvement with Jordan Devlin as the single greatest heel performance you've ever seen live. It
1: really was. It really was. So uh, yeah, if I hear good stuff about that, I will be more than interested. Cage and Tanaka for me again is one of those kind of freak show type um, yeah matchups. Uh, um, not just because Cage looks like a freak. Well, the, they're both freaks in their own kind of unique ways. Um, so I, I, I do kind of. Yeah, I, it, this has got some interesting stuff. I, this is one I'm definitely going to kind of keep on. I don't think anything on this show is going to hit four stars. Um, I don't think it's it's designed to do that uh, i just think that you've got some very interesting matchups here to kind of draw the people in um so i don't yeah i don't think anything here is going to be uh kind of out of this world or anything that at the end of the week yeah. is going to hit like a
0: top well, 10 I, I think as well they've done enough to kind of put a bit of interest back into the show given the the, the reshuffles we we mentioned with the the wrestlecon shows oh, yes. oh absolutely yeah Uh, We've got the WWN Super Show, uh, which is notable because it has a lot of WXW involvement that has kind of uh, made me take a bit of notice. For the FIP title, uh, we've got Anthony Henry defending against Absolute Andy. This is the match I talked about from earlier on. Our WWN Super Show crowd, Barry, and and that Andy character that we love so dearly. I I could see this going very poorly. I hope not, but I, I don't know.
3: And it's for the FIP title as well. A company and title I constantly forget about. Right. Um, yeah, I don't know. This is what a super show this is. I mean, it's it's and and and, and game trying to sell the six man as the six man tradition continues. Like, Gabe, I have some shame. Look at the people in this match. I like most of them, but come on.
0: Yeah, the the six man tag of uh, Eddie Kingston, Joe Gacy, and Shane Strickland versus Team WXW, which is Lucky Kid, Marius Alani, and Bobby Guns. Um, Yeah, this is not going to be quite the uh, the six man tag tradition, I don't think.
2: Uh, no, I'd I'd take it... Gacy out for Strickland, and I'd take Alani out for Massive Yearn and then you've got yourself a barn burner, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, yeah,
3: and it's like the thing is like. The WXW show, the standalone show, has been selling pretty tepidly um, uh, for that, and I, I just, I just don't think WXW is that hot a brand outside of Europe. I mean, you know, no. I don't, I don't, I don't think it translates. Also, I don't think it's like they're going to be doing the Bobby Gunn song and going crazy for Lucky Kid or anything yeah. like that. See, yeah, the I, problem
0: I, is they don't have Alan and Sarah bullying all of them to fly over to Germany that got all hooked <laughs> in the first place.
3: Oh, if he thought he'd get away with it, I'm sure he <laughs> he, would. he might he might be at that show trying to rally the troops. I distinctly remember last year watching the Super Show, which had the great Riddle uh, Osprey, Osprey match. Rest of the rest of the card was good, but I just remember the whole way through that show, I could just hear Alan personally trying to get yeah. the crowd. Yeah, that crowd sucked. That crowd sucked, and Alan what, was was, was that the daddy. show.
0: Was that the show where he was eating his bowl of gumbo on camera, or was that the Evolve show?
3: I can't remember. It all bleeds together, but oh god! Because last year I watched loads last year because that was the show with the fight codes were debuting.
0: Yeah, there
3: uh, was get all kinds of free shit left, right, and center. Yeah, which
0: they've 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 nerfed that a little this year. Uh, their, their they they new offer instead of like one dollar spent in the first twenty four hours gets you a free dollar. It's like you get half of what you spend in the first twenty four hours back.
3: Yeah, they got wise. They must have lost their arse on that last year. I,
0: I would imagine. I would imagine.
3: Last year, last year felt like they were deliberately... They didn't care about losing their arse because they just wanted people yeah. in the ecosystem, I think was the, was the yeah. plan. I'd say it probably worked reasonably I, well.
0: Yeah, I bought so many shows off them last year that I really felt bad. <laughs> because I, got, I got so much free shit off them because I really... Like, I wrote down and thought about it so that I yeah. could get the most amount of free content. But anyway. Guys... Is it
2: sacrilegious to say that I'm not a huge Bobby Guns guy?
0: No. Um, like, I, think, I, I I think it, he's a guy you have to see him in the context of WXW, like in Oberhausen or somewhere to kind of get it.
2: I saw him at a WXW show uh, in London and yeah. he was good, but like, he's he's just good. <laughs> and I'm not, that's not a bad thing, but I couldn't... Yeah, I don't get really the excitement around him, other than the Bobby Gunn song that you know everybody was doing. I, I was just like, he's okay, he's cool, but yeah, he's a champion now, right? So yeah,
3: yeah, I, I think I think it's kind of like um, I don't see it. It's, it's a little bit like Jordan with us. Maybe that's oh, probably no.
2: Oh no, Jordan. No, definitely no, but is
3: there great. have been there have been people who have looked. You know who watched the odd OTT match out of context without following it and going, eh? What? Like these guys are right, but I don't really get it. And I think there's, this I think there is sort of an intangible X factor with Bobby. I think it's because yeah. he's very charismatic. I think he's more charismatic than a lot of the homegrown guys they've pushed in the past. So there's, a, there's a kind of a sense of, oh, he, this guy has the aura of a megastar, and he's ours you know um and i think i think there is a little bit of it that's also oh well the chant is kind of it's the classic chat debate that's happened in wwe for a a lot over the last years is is guy x over or is his chant over i think there's a little bit of that i I think i think it 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 kind of became a movement and people kind of got into the movement more than they're into the wrestler i think that i think that would be fair um
2: i think uh, i I... feel a bit like sacrilegious like not liking Bobby Gunn's the same around... I don't know if I'm alone in that. But... I've
1: never watched a matches, match of his, so I can not say either way. I think that the Devlin, Devlin thing is still based off of the, the inaugural UK tournament. Uh, yeah, I, I yeah. he people... was
2: he had a shocker there. Yeah,
1: yeah. I, I think a lot of people based that in him off of that still, which is, even if you're watching the current... Um, yeah, WWE... was, uh, I can't... Yeah, yeah a combination,
0: a combination of that, and he did, in fairness to him, have a, like a fairly lackluster heel run up until a match he had with Moose, where Moose nearly lawn darted him through the projector screen in the Tivoli. Um, and yeah, he he did spend a while, particularly fighting off the how the the UK fans felt about him. It wasn't until was it Strong Style last year, Jack? Where oh
2: yeah, he, he was he was over. But like before he actually came out as strong style, I saw quite a few people in Jordan Devlin tops and stuff, and and his his name flashed up on the screen before the show. Now there might have been a lot of uh, your people there, guys. Like there might have been a lot your of Irish people, people there. <laughs> yeah, who were like you really mix. excited. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you wonderful <laughs> Irish people. Because um, I don't mean it in the negative way. I mean it in the positive way. Yeah. I love the Irish many of my best friends <laughs> uh, um, and, and maybe that was it but like everybody just when he came out he was treated like uh, an exploding star and I think even the progress guys were probably taken back by how over he was uh, and there was a moment where he uh, overhead kicked a beach ball and anybody that didn't appreciate him as a wrestler immediately appreciated him as an awesome human so was straight like, away a footballer. yeah exactly <laughs> It's like motherfucker um, looking like Ronaldinho over
0: this over kick. Um, speaking of British promotions, excellent segue, Jack. Thank you very much. Uh, Rev Pro running a show, and there's a couple of matches of note here. We have got the rematch between David Starr and Tomohiro Ishi. Stop have, right there.
2: Yeah. How, how's it going to get any better than that? Like you don't need to read the rest of the card. Buy that show <laughs> to watch that match. Holy fuck. <laughs> I
3: I didn't see that first match. It was good. I assume it was amazing.
0: I've I've heard it's very very good. It was very 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 good. Um we've also got Hiroshi Tanahashi and Will Ospreay versus Minoru Suzuki and Zack Sabre Jr for the the British Tag Team titles and Rapongi 3K versus Aussie Open which should also be pretty good.
3: That um, uh, that Ospreay tag I mean that that was a one that was completely gutted um and and reshaped uh, cuz they lost yeah. park what well- I actually don't know what the story is because they lost pocket. It was supposed to be pocket Osprey versus CCK. What happened with CCK? I'm not familiar with. Did they get pulled to go somewhere else or?
0: Uh, I I don't know because yeah, are they? Yeah, even they're on it?
3: the other
2: shows, aren't they? Like Chris Brooks is yeah. there and as a I don't know.
3: That's, that's very weird. I don't know if it was a um they got a better offer in that time slot i have no idea um maybe that's... they
2: just found out they could get suzuki Gun, and they were like yes we'll have them instead please <laughs> quite Stars, quite,
3: possible. quite possible i mean i think yeah if you're buying a ticket to that show it's i think it, the appeal is kind of it's not so much oh i'm going to get a, a <laughs> Red show i can't wait to see josh bodem it's going to be i i'm <laughs>
2: That is a that is an undisputed shot at Josh Bowden right there. Entirely fair.
3: I don't, I, don't, I don't have my I don't have beef with just photo but it's like you do. I know. Think it,
2: you do now, mate. Jesus
3: <laughs> if, you're, if you're buying a ticket to this show, I think it's because you want a little, a little, little mini New Japan show because it's ostensibly yeah. a a a, a warm up or, or or a secondary New Japan experience to the G1 show, but a, pr- a pretty damn good one on the It's, a, it's a,
1: a row two show.
0: It is literally a row two show in Jeez.
1: everything other than name.
0: Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Um, and I don't know, the CCK thing, like in the back of my head when it happened, I thought it was like, was it down to like Andy Q's allergy to booking Lycos on a show? And as soon as Lycos was fit, he was like, well, they're fucking off the show anyway. Um, But oh
2: yeah. Oh, man.
0: I've um, seen
2: him take some horrible knocks
0: hey, over the last couple of years. Yeah, you've been there for at least two of his injuries. Maybe uh, I should
2: just stop going. <laughs> I look. The, book.
0: the first one happened on an OTT show, so really? we're cursed as well. Okay against Kings of the North I think in the stadium. Um then we have Black Label Pro's Adventures in Wrestling which is uh, a couple of freak show matches and uh, a, an absolute banger in prospect are freak show matches Swoggle versus Nick Gage.
2: Okay so just Steiner versus Horn Swoggle but with a younger guy
3: younger who's and
0: much more violent. Yeah. Is,
3: is, Nick Gage is like one of the ultimate uh, uh, irony booking people because because the a really a really lazy approach to booking wacky matches on shows like this is just Nick Gage versus blank. It's like who's the weirdest yeah. person when against Nick Gage, uh, and and the results don't really matter. That's the thing about a lot of this booking is it's like it doesn't matter if it's actually good. It's like can we make people go oh wow with our graphic, you know?
0: Yeah.
3: Um, but hey, respect the swoggle. You're getting paid. Respect that, I man
0: getting paid for a fucking beating, I would imagine. <laughs> yeah. Uh, then we have a match that was originally going to be uh, one Brian Alvarez taking on was it this was the Marco stunt match before Marco got injured, wasn't it?
3: Was it? I don't remember. I, can't, I, I thought that match happened.
0: <laughs> oh, no, sorry. It was it was going to be him and Tom Lawler against Marco and a mystery opponent and then Tom Lawler got pulled and Marco got injured. Um, so that changed around. And now it's the, uh, the again, this boggles the fucking mind for the independent wrestling championship. Orange Cassidy versus Brian Alvarez.
2: Yeah.
0: Alvarez for the strap, brother. But yeah. Barry, as a man who studied his Alvarez tapes, what do you make of this?
3: I don't know. It'll probably be all right. I, I, yeah. I think it's just funny to me that that Brian is now getting bookings from someone who used to post on his boards, yeah. you know, uh, uh, which is pretty funny. Uh, that match might be all right. Cassidy's Cassidy's having a hell of
0: a, a hell of a run. Um, yeah, he
3: is. Uh, he got to wrestle Velveteen Dream, which I didn't see. He had that cracking match with David Starr.
0: Oh my uh, god, what a match! Was
3: December or January? I think it was December last year.
0: Yeah, it was their New uh, Year show.
3: Jeez, that match was good. Um, yeah, he's having a heck of a run. I hope he gets. I hope he's over in this part of the world soon. But um, you know, Brian. You know, Brian. The thing about Brian is that he's obviously he's he's getting on in, in, in his years. But he was always a guy who worked a fairly basic style. I think he can go out there and still have a Brian Alvarez match, especially with the uh, with the the Orange Cassidy uh, hot dogging. Uh, so yeah, I, I, that, I...
1: that one. Sorry, I was, I was just gonna kind of expand on what you were saying now. I think that um with Orange and the gimmick that he has and with Brian being for as as annoying as he can be he's smart and he sorry, it's just the way you
0: said Orange as if it's on his birth certificate. Yeah <laughs> Mr Cassidy. Um I was doing first name Orange and Brian Oh no, my father's Mr Cassidy, I'm Orange. Yeah.
1: Um I, I think that those two can have a, a very enjoyable match, and I think that, yep. yeah, as no, like, Brian, he's... I think he's over 40 now, but um, he's... he knows what he's doing, and... Uh, he and, still looks like a 15-year-old boy. He does. Boy. He does. Bless him. <laughs> Although,
3: have you seen that graphic Black Label Plower uses? Like, what the fuck filters you put on him? He looks about 70 in that image. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it's like... I think they've turned the contrast way up or something. Like Brian keeps himself in good nick, but Jesus, he looks like Pat Butcher
2: in that graphic. Orange Cassidy, you slag.
0: Yeah, I think uh, I, I agree with what you say. Like, I think as far as the kind of uh, like the freak show matches to pop people's attention goes, this is probably one of the ones that's going to pan out better. Certainly better than Nick Gage versus Swoggle, I imagine, unless like Nick Gage throws him off a fucking building or something like that.
1: Nick Gage versus Nick, Hors- Nick Swoggle. K- oh, I, I made that mistake <laughs> yesterday, by the way. Oh, oh, I made that oh. exact mistake yesterday. Do you oh, know what? Oh, I'm God. wondering if yeah. anyone did propose to Brian Alvarez, hey, by the way, would you like a match with Nick Gage? Because I'm uh, imagining he. He would have declined that i imagine it was
0: like i imagine it was tough to negotiate him taking bumps let alone fucking taking whatever nick gage would swing at him i mean he probably um,
1: wouldn't take a, a bump in that match
0: yeah um The other match on this is it was originally going to be Jonathan Gresham versus Yoshino. Obviously, we talked about the visa issues before, so Mm Yoshino's not on the show anymore. And it is going to be Jonathan Gresham versus Shigahiro Irie. And that is going to be fucking tasty.
2: Upgrade, I think.
0: Yeah, we've seen a good bit of Irie lately, Barry. Um, I'm really looking forward to this match.
2: That guy's everywhere at the moment. Like, he's all over. Every time I go to a show, he's on it. Like it doesn't matter what show it is, what promotion. Ott, I came over to Ireland. The motherfucker was still on a show. He's brilliant.
0: Can't knock the yeah. hustle. Yeah, yeah, that's for sure. you for this way, mate.
3: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. I mean, we've seen him a lot. It just goes to show that if you're if you're talented like he is, and you relocate to Europe, the opportunities are there. I, you know, um, he's he's getting work left, right, and center. Uh, uh, yeah, that one will be good. I don't know. I, I, again, I'm not sure if this is a show Um, uh, I, I'll be buying, but eh, I don't know. I, I think I could be tempted on this one for sure.
0: Yeah. Uh, then we've got, I think, the ultimate set of Freak Show matches, the ultimate Freak Show uh, event, the Joey Ryan Penis Party, uh, which is like, if anyone is going to buy it, that is a classic. Uh, I'm buying this with my fight credit show because of we another podcast. Yeah. Because of another podcast I do, I have had to buy this show because one of the headline matches on this is a match I can still scarcely believe is happening, and that's Timothy Thatcher versus David Arquette. Hell yeah, son. (laughs) (laughs) Former WCW champion. Uh, I
2: like how
3: Fat has, like, three bookings all weekend, and this is one of them.
0: Yeah, it's amazing. It's the most un-Timothy Thatcher booking you could ever imagine, but, uh, like, I'm going to be watching it. Uh, And then we've got, I think, possibly... The biggest of those kind of we're just making a match to make people talk, uh, irrespective of how bad it turns out. We have the team of Joey Ryan, Val Venus, and here's a name from the past Sexy Eddie versus Session Moth Martina, Priscilla Kelly, and Scarlett Bordeaux. Yep.
3: Yeah, it's like <laughs> it's the most Joey Ryan. Um,
0: Let's break wrestling. Yeah. You know, no one actually really cares. He's just insufferable. Oh my God, he's so annoying. Uh, I, like, think, I think I said it to Jack at the time. I think this is the whole purpose behind this match: is to see if an actual match can kill Jim Cornette.
3: <laughs> <laughs> just give him a heart. I mean, it, the funny, the funny thing is, it's like there was a. I can't remember what the recent hubbub was. I think Priscilla Kelly. Oh no, you know what it was? It was she did a spot where she puked on Joy Ryan's dick. Yeah. Uh, and then, and of course, Joey Ryan. Then he's just got he does this stuff, and then he just immediately logs on so he can he can defend oh, it. And oh, I, I, he's I,
0: very online when these things happen. Fucking,
3: like God, he's like I feel like sometimes. So one of these days, he's going to do a, a hilarious match where he goes online to talk about how good it is during the match um he was uh he, he did this spot and then he's just he's always talking about how wrestling is art and there's there's room for all different types of genres within that art and it's like yeah you're correct but as several people pointed out to him you're making the jack and jill of wrestling just so you know that i mean it's like yeah there is a place for for your style but just know that your yours is the dreck yours is the Bottom of the barrel toilet humor of wrestling. So, like, stop acting like you're some kind of auteur, because yeah. you're going to, presumably, in this match, uh, one of them's going to pull uh, Johnny out of her fanny, and the other one's going to pull a tampon out of her fanny, and then they're going to put the tampon in the condom, and you're going to eat it, and then you're going to spit it in Valvinus's face, and then you're going to, oh gosh. <laughs> and then you're going
2: to. And then
3: and then you're going to act like you just painted the Mona Lisa when you get back on twi- Twitter later. Oh, God, he's insufferable. Uh,
2: but, uh, you know. Anyway, well <laughs> done, Christina. Local girl done good. Barry, everything you just said is a rant that I was going to have, but not with as much passion. So just thank you. I just sat back and enjoyed all of that.
3: Oh, oh jeerie me. And you know what else? It's like... <laughs> the-
2: oh, and another thing. <laughs> He's getting
3: fired, I do no, 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 It's, no, fair. it's <laughs> like, so that main event, at the very least, that main event is like, I'm not going to watch it just because that's not my kind of thing, but the people who like Joey Ryan and Priscilla Kelly, they'll watch that and they'll probably have the time of their lives. That's right. That's fine. But the rest of this card, it's just like they've, it's like they've got out of their way to just make the most annoying card possible because they've got like best friends in a six-man tag with Matt strikers. like, oh, you've just put, you like anyone who's good on the show, you've just put in the most uninteresting circumstances possible. Yeah. Oh, God, this is, well- this it's like it really is. It's like the Joey Janela. It's it's the most. It's the pound shop Joey Janela show. It really is. Um, with none of the actual ingenuity or cleverness or, or any of that.
0: Well, Barry, <laughs> all I'll say is it's a good thing that you don't co-host a podcast in which you're going to have to watch a lot of Joey Ryan matches in the the near future. That's um, even
3: because I because I'm watching him in over and I'm like, this guy's actually good. This guy. If this guy yeah. was just a wrestler, he'd be great.
0: Yeah.
3: That's, that's another that's another topic for the show.
0: Indeed. Um then we got Blackcraft Wrestling, no apologies, which is one I added in at the last minute because I just saw there's a couple of decent matches on there. Uh we have David Starr competing for the Blackcraft title against Johnny Blackcraft, obviously uh John Morrison, Johnny Nitro, whatever you want to call him, Johnny Impact.
2: How, how often is Blackcraft gonna be said on the show?
0: Do you know what the funny the funny thing is? Right, so like he does the thing where like his surname is the promotion he's in, Johnny Impact and stuff like that. But it's actually gotten to the point now where I didn't add this match in until the very last minute because I saw Johnny Blackcraft Blackcraft and I was like, who the fuck is that? <laughs> it <laughs> sounds That's like until a, a click. That I was like, oh, for fuck's sake! <laughs> it's
2: the it's the captain of a of a of a fake spaceship and a porno is where yeah. Johnny Blackcraft is.
0: Uh, then we've also got uh, Pentagon Junior versus your YouTube recommended videos, uh, Simon Grimm.
2: Uh, <laughs> if he doesn't come out in that exact outfit, oh please.
3: god, I'd love, love. it.
2: God.
0: Oh. that he's got he's got to do that on like spring break oh. or something. I'd lose my mind. Barry, <laughs> winner, winner I, of Catch Barry's Enzo amore. Yeah,
2: Barry, I've never. Harder than when you put all of the Disney properties in there along oh. with that one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that is like, you should have retired from Twitter <laughs> Yeah, uh,
3: I, I was happy with that one. I was. Oh,
2: yeah. I that made me laugh. Uh, I, was, I was, okay.
3: like the idea of yeah. Penta winning that match and then getting on the mic and talking about Enzo Amore because he's inherited the gimmick. He's like, yeah, zero medal, uh, zero zero talent.
0: uh then we've got the the kind of pull together last minute in the from the ashes of the nova show comes uh, the it's definitely the best name for a show all weekend orange cassidy is doing something or whatever um we have such classics on this show as Teddy Hart Reading Rainbow, which I just found out about <laughs> today and laughed for a solid minute as I was writing that onto the agenda.
2: Uh,
0: we have Jonathan Gresham versus Otani, which should be good. We have a one-minute timeout match, Chuck Taylor versus Trent. We have, again, oh. another who's the weirdest person we could book, Nick Gage against Nick Gage versus Ultramantis Black.
3: But see, that's 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 why GCW is just great because like that one's actually compelling. Yeah, like they get us. great. Um, and by the way, on that time limit match, I I lose faith in Yang fans forever if they don't. That match is obviously going to a sixty sixty second draw if they don't chat five more seconds. Then American yeah. wrestling fans are, <laughs> are they cannot be redeemed if they don't do that.
0: Uh, we've got a 5 o'clock somewhere last person standing match, which is uh, Martina versus Spider Night Web, which is, um, I think that's probably going to be the Martina doing spots with the beer can match we've seen a lot, Barry.
3: And I I and I, and again, they've made it into, like, I would never have guessed you would ever wrestle Spider Night Web again. They've actually made it into something I, I, I am curious to see.
0: Yeah. Um, we have a, a maybe the best stip of the weekend, the Lumberjack Swamp Monster match. Uh, Shotzi Blackheart, Soraya Knight, Ali Kat, and Chris Statlander. Chris Statlander, who had an absolute banger with one David Starr in Beyond that everyone should check out. And then, as uh, Jack mentioned earlier on, the 7 out of 13 false match. <laughs> Logan Easton LaRue versus Chris Brooks. And again, 7 out of 13 falls match. Just the phrase just shows you that, like, GCW get us you know they get this is comedy funny. This, yeah
2: everything about this is funny like the names of the matches the booking it's everything Jerry Ryan failed to do
0: yeah Um, moving on from Orange Cassidy we have House of Glory, Amazing Red's promotion, Culture Clash, and I put this in just to hear what Mark Robinson thinks about the incredible combination of Loki and LAX versus the Great Muta, Pentagon Junior, and Yoshihiro Tajiri. Well, I'm still not entirely convinced Loki is going to turn up yet. um You shouldn't be because well, didn't he cancel on Bloodsport Day off last I year? I
1: think it was about of that nature. Like unless he's going over the Great Muta, he probably won't show up
2: i quite like it if he comes out, does his entrance, and then says, no, nah, I don't want to do this, and just
0: walks out. Yeah, that, I, it would be in character, that's for sure. Um, And then and, bringing us to... Oh, go on, Varys. Before, before we jump on there, I,
3: I think House of Glory also has Amazing Red versus Phoenix. Yes, it does. That's a fucking match. I'll yeah. be all about that again. I don't know what service that's on. I don't know if I'll be able to justify spending it's on, money. It's on
0: fight anyway.
3: Yeah, if that's cheap off and and the and the rest of the card has a bit of buzz, I could see myself buying that. That's just that's a that's a cross generational match
0: right there. Um, th- then we have the what is probably the, the the main event of the the weird Indies for the weekend, and that's the night one and night two of Joey Janela's Spring Break Three. Already announced for this show, we have Taka Michinoku having his first match in the continental US in sixteen years, taking on Orange Cassidy. We have Otani versus Nick Gage. Takeda versus Jimmy Lloyd in a death match. La Parca versus Masato Tanaka. The Rock and Roll Express versus LAX. Uh, we also have, uh, there was one that has a stip too long for me to have put in, put in. We have Final Battle, the battle for Ethan Page's soul and dignity as a wrestler and a human being match, which is Ethan Page versus Mystery Opponent. Uh, then we also have this is going to spread over the two nights as well so we have the greatest clusterfuck which is their big kind of uh, Royal Rumble Battle Royal thing uh, confirmed names uh, Paro, S.A. Rios Aaron yes. Cannon
2: S.A. Rios, yeah, more S.A. Rios uh,
0: Crowbar Nate Webb and the singer from Wheatus <laughs> Oh, Recently seen on British daytime
1: television, talking about Brexit more coherently, knowledgeably
2: yeah. as well. Yeah,
1: more coherently than most of the people <laughs> actually involved with handling Brexit.
0: Confirmed also to appear over these two shows: a kid, Shane Mercer, Jake Atlas, Joey Janela has two mystery opponents: uh, Unbreakable Andy, Australian Suicide, Slim J, Ophidian, uh, Jeff Farmer slash Bogus Sting, and the Necro Fucking Butcher. <laughs>
1: Wow, <laughs> I would have thought he was. I just, you know what? I just, just carry on. I, I can't. I can't. I don't have words. The
2: word you're looking for is
1: deceased. Uh, I <laughs> no, I knew he was alive. I knew he was alive because he. Uh, oh, that weird ass picture of him backstage at a WWE show. Yeah, where he looked about. 65, but yeah. you know, just didn't like. I'm pretty sure you sent me the picture and I couldn't tell yeah. it was Necro Butcher, and then you told me it was yeah. Necro Butcher, and I didn't believe you it was Necro Butcher.
0: Yeah, yeah, you freaked the fuck out when you realized who it was. Um, Barry, is there any chance Joey Janela isn't booking himself against a Necro Butcher?
3: I, I, I don't know. What's his health <sighs> situation like? Isn't he fucked up? I thought he was, you know, I thought the two matches were going to be. Which one are you talking about?
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Janella, yeah. uh, I didn't. He, he announced he's back for the show.
3: Okay, I yeah, thought. Yeah, back, I, I
1: he... back in general, probably two very different things in regards to this. Yeah, I, I was. I was
3: thinking he was gonna get joke opponents and like beat up Jeff Farmer in thirty seconds okay. or something. Um if he think you know what I but he's you know, he's a fucking idiot. So if he thinks he can get away with doing a Necro Butcher match and just hitting each other over the head with stuff, I would not be surprised at all if he does that. So uh yeah, absolutely.
0: Yeah. Um I I had I thought either Necro Butcher was wrestling Joey Janela or he's wrestling Nick Gage. Um it, or or he might just be in the clusterfuck and everybody kinda jumps out over the top rope rather than wrestle him. Um yeah, so that's that's kinda whistle stop tour of the indies now for the new japan ring of honor g1 supercard myself and mark have spoken exhaustively on mark's new show that i have plugged a couple of times now so i think the two of us will sit you back here the right
1: way, like you can i know me, right you, appreciate you'd, sw-
0: it. you'd swear you fucking were uh, maybe i should invoice you um barry and jack is there is there anything you want to kind of chat about on this show before we move on to WWE, give you the chance to kind of uh, what are you looking forward to? We'll, we'll go to Barry first. Uh,
3: well, we made mention of a couple of things earlier. Uh, the Osprey Cobb match. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, so that I mean, I, Cobb I think is kind of inconsistent, but I think in, in, the big, in the big spots with the right opponents, he delivers. He's done quite well in, in ROH, the Adam Page match that a lot of people were raving about. I think this one will be great. Uh, looking down the card here, uh, Taiji Shimori versus Dragon Lee versus Bandino. I, I I don't know if this is a popular take or not, but I love me a three-way, uh, especially when you've got the right guys in there. And I think these are the three yeah. right guys. I think this is going to be bananas. I, I
0: I enjoy I enjoy a well-thought-out three-way as opposed to what we affectionately refer to as the Cabre special.
3: Yeah, uh, yeah. This is this is this one this one just looks like the wildest thing ever. Um, so I, I can't wait for that. Uh, you know, a lot, a lot of the, 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 I mean, I don't watch a whole lot of ring of honor. So a lot of the more ring of honor centric stuff doesn't really grab me at all. Uh, but uh, I just, I haven't finished catching up on the new Japan cup, but I have seen the last Naito versus a match. And I thought it ruled as it always does. Uh, uh, so I think that will, will, will be great. And I'm kind of lukewarm on both the, the world title matches, but I reckon they will, they'll almost certainly be good i have no doubt at all about that to, to what level they'll be good i don't know but they'll i i, I don't reckon there's going to be a bad main event on this on this show at all
0: uh jack
2: <laughs> basically the whole card um i would say the one that excites me the most just purely um selfishly almost is the fact that the Ref Pro British Heavyweight Championship is going to be defended in fucking Madison Square Garden between Zack Sabre Jr. and Tanahashi. Like, what?
0: (laughs) How cool is that?
2: That is so crazy. Yeah, this is a, you know, it's a promotion that's just gone from strength to strength since Andy Corden came on me and Mark's old podcast. Uh, which which is I think the... is, the,
0: is the, like, the second or third time you've managed to shoehorn that into a grapple. <laughs>
2: <laughs> hey, I was getting jealous of how often Mark's new show was getting mentioned, so yeah. I just thought I'd bring one up from the past. Um, but yeah, that is a really, really cool moment. And yeah, is there any way that Naito v Ibushi isn't going to be like a minimum four and a half stars? I think it'll be great. Is there so... any
1: way that anywhere where these two don't uh, fucking kill each other and someone gets dropped on their head because... Um, I'm I'm all but guaranteeing that we're going to see that middle road pile driver again. God. Yeah. (sighs) Uh, Bully Ray's open challenge. Uh... That's
2: Juice Robinson now confirmed. Yeah. Oh, is it? Mm -hmm. I was going to say Ishii, but okay. No, I'm hoping Ishii
1: Ishii just kills everyone in the Honor Rumble now. Things crossed. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I mean, fucking Cheeseburger is in there, so yeah, I hope he
1: kills everyone.
0: Uh, let's move on to WWE. There are two big shows of the weekend. Uh, first, NXT, uh, and NXT is one where like they've slowly been putting together um, a, a pretty damn good card, and they uh, they benefit from having just a like a, a shorter show than WrestleMania by half, and by having you know f- four to six matches that are pretty well thought out and are they the shows are always good so let's talk about nxt takeover uh the wwe uk championship will be defended on this show in one of the matches of the week i'm looking forward to if this gets time it could absolutely steal the show and it's pete dunn against valter
1: how stunning oh. that one of the most anticipated matches of the weekend has had one of the most simple builds uh, and is in no way been convoluted it's just very black and white um what this match is what this build is um and in fairness about 80% of uh the simplicity of this build is the fact that Walter's only been in the company for a couple of months so you know everything that you know about Walter going into this is really kind of based off of what you know of him before coming to uh, NXT. So you can't really give the WWE credit for that. But also they haven't done any the you know, he has come to NXT UK and he, he is Walter as you know him. So uh, you can at least give them that that they uh they haven't you know done anything to change him other than call him the fucking Austrian anomaly which is one uh-huh. of the more uh
0: Mind-numbing? Yeah. Okay. yeah. Uh,
1: attempts at using alliteration to describe a wrestler. But this should be uh, just fucking awesome. Um, it, it does feel like Don has kind of cooled off a little bit um, with the introduction of the the UK brand. Um, I know a lot of pe- pe- people went into the uh, coffee match at Blackpool Takeover. I was one of them that did enjoy that match. Um, but I expect that this is going to be uh, something that gives... That title a little bit more of uh of a platform uh after Dunn and and bait stole the show a couple of years ago um and i i guess they'll they could put it on volta and move Dunn over to nxt or even main roster who knows like what the hell they're going to do with some of the the kind of more notable uk guys but um you know, Dunn's had a really long run with this belt. And if you're going to lose 21, Vols <laughs> is the guy to lose it to.
0: Yeah. Jack, uh, this is a battle of two men, one who had run roughshod over progress, uh, your local promotion a couple of years ago. And one who is currently running roughshod over the progress roster. Uh, I imagine you're looking forward to this one quite a lot.
2: Yeah, it's great. It, it is just essentially a progress match. Um, and that's really, really cool in, in my head. I The only thing that I will say is that I don't know how receptive a WWE NXT crowd would be to Walter's style of wrestling. Mm. Like, I mean, I'd imagine there's going to be a hell of a lot of like international fans there who will be really high on Walter, but... Like a couple of people who have uh, got kind of more mainstream taste in wrestling I know that that watch it, they're like, Oh, this water guy, I, I don't get it and I'm like, like, what is there to get? He kills people, like that he's angry. He's the Austrian anomaly, for God's sake. Um so <laughs> I don't I don't know if that might be a bit of a stumbling block, but uh I reckon if they give this match time then yeah, it could be fantastic.
0: So yeah, very much looking forward to seeing this one. Barry, uh, another promotion that that has ties to both these men is OTT. We've seen uh, some of the best of Pete done in OTT. We have just finished the the greatest long running angle that company ever produced with Walter and Devlin. So I imagine this one is also on your radar.
3: Of course, yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. You know, I I. yeah pete has cool a lot i'm kind of ready for him to transition to nxt full time as we can get on a brand with a little bit of notoriety
0: this feels like the match doesn't it where he drops the
3: and true to every other promotion he's been in i feel like walter's winning and he's running rough shot uh for the foreseeable future which i think might add some juice to nxt uk because look that angle has worked everywhere else that that it's been done so um uh, that might be good, but yeah, and I think the thing about I, I can understand the apprehension about Walter translating because it is a it is something different that this audience typically doesn't get. But the the NXT takeover crowd they're always very receptive to pretty much everything, Um and especially uh, the- yeah,
0: look look at how much they got into the the Pete and Tyler match as well.
3: Yeah, uh, yeah, and, and they and the maniac one especially they're they're the traveling fans, and even if they even if most of them haven't watched Walter, they, they, they get the act. They, they're going to know what to expect going into it because they are that kind of fan. Um, so I think, I think that it's, it's takeover. It's the safest bet in the world that not only it'll be good, but that the crowd will be rabid for pretty much everything. Um, cause there's like brand loyalty there and they don't want the show to be bad. That's the thing. Um, Uh, So I think they'll get behind pretty much everything, including this match. Uh, If this gets time, I think this could be your your show-stealer for the whole weekend. Uh, But uh, we'll we'll, we'll see whether it does or it doesn't.
0: Yeah, quite possibly. NXT North American Championship on the line as the Velveteen Dream defends against Matt Riddle. Uh, Jack, there was some disappointment uh, when uh, Tommaso Ciampa uh had his injury had to drop the title um and they had the multi-man match to decide who was going to take over there was a kind of an undercurrent of people saying uh, i i let's just pull the trigger on riddle now like what's he doing down there we need to get him to the top of that card as soon as possible but i i'm very excited for riddle and dream yeah this is a great match it's an interesting
2: styles clash Uh, an interesting personality mashup. They don't seem to have fucked with Riddle too much. Like, they are very much just letting him be himself, which is like a big, dumb jock who could beat the shit out of you. Uh, And, yeah, Velveteen Dream is still one of the most compelling characters in all of wrestling. Um, And I think that's really cool that that's something that's happening on a WWE product because, you know, they haven't been great at developing guys beyond a certain level um, of intrigue and then not having a clue what to do with them. But whereas Dream has just been sort of getting steadily stronger and stronger. And I just think uh, these are two very interesting people. And I think they could make a pretty awesome video package with with the Styles Clash here. So, yeah, this should be a good match. Um, Dream, just every time I watch him, I think he's a little better and a little better and a little better. And uh, Riddle will probably drag an
0: an excellent performance out of him here. Yeah. Um, Barry. How are you feeling about this one? Uh,
3: I don't know. I'm. Uh, I, I I think I'm. I, I'm really not very bullish on Riddle in WWE. I'm really not. Um, I don't. I can't quite put my my finger on what it is. Obviously, he's an incredible talent. We've seen him have great matches live. I've seen him have countless others on VOD. I don't know. It's just something about him just doesn't feel like it clicks. And I don't know what it is. It's very, very tough. for Is it,
0: is it that he's not laying it the fuck in?
3: <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. And, and Hey, this might be his first proper opportunity to do that because I mean, the hero match wasn't really, it was, it was not meant to be that this is kind of his first. That, that
0: whole feud with hero was really weird.
3: Yeah. This, this is, this is like going to be, a, I think this will be a proper takeover match and I'm, I'm hoping, and I, I do expect it'll be quite good. Um, yeah maybe things will make a bit more sense after after this match but uh I'm certainly interested in the in the direction they go with the result because it's like riddle is obviously the hot new star typically NXT does a good job of putting the belt on the hot new star they don't usually make them wait too long but dream is very very young and he just got the belt and uh, yeah. I don't know if it's the right time to take it off him. So uh, I, I, I'm curious to see where they go in terms of the finish on this one.
0: If Riddle wins, part of me is just going to become automatically terrified for the next few days. That dream is getting called up.
3: Uh, yeah, I think that's, that's looming as well. Sure.
0: Um, considering how long ago there was talk that they were considering it. Uh, I, I'd personally worry. Uh, Mark, how are you feeling about this?
1: Uh, yeah. I mean, it's a coin flip. On on who wins Uh, And that's good It it adds um, an element of It it makes this match compelling Because this can go either way And you can make uh, strong arguments For either guy to uh, either win Or retain this belt Um, It's not a match that I was expecting to see with the the build-up towards uh, Mania, but it's one that I'm very much interested in seeing. I definitely echo the sentiments of Barry in regards to Riddle and his time in NXT so far. Um, I think I've said it once or twice that there's, there's heavy elements of the WWE presentation of RVD in Matt Riddle. And he's not the strongest promo, and it is one of those things that, you know, there are ways to accentuate the positives of someone and hide the negatives. And this isn't the company that are the best or the strongest when doing that. But you'd have thought that in NXT uh, they'd get a better grasp of that. Um, But it hasn't been the case so far. Um, Now, also with that said, yeah, his matches, uh, you know, he was really impressive in the five way, but that was, you know, all five of those guys uh, putting that match together the hero feud was lacking and you know I can't expect him to go out there and fucking steal the show with Kona Reeves so this is yeah this is the the match for him to kind of really make his mark and uh Velveteen, even that you know, there are still some detractors with him when it comes to just his ability, you know, his ability to put a match together and work. But um, every takeover he's had, other than the one with, uh, I think it was with Hero, uh, every takeover match he's had has been, you know, nothing short of spectacular, which has required him at times to kill himself. And I do worry about his um, uh, just his physical how he's going to fare in a couple of years' time if he carries on the way that he's going. Um, And, yeah, I do worry that if they do take the belt off of him, if he does get called up, it's still far too early, even though he has been on NXT, has been a presence for about a year and a half now, I think. Um, But with the whole Fox SmackDown uh, stuff looming, um, and I saw think about maybe that's going to three hours you know, it could be another body that they could throw onto SmackDown, mm. but uh,
0: I don't know. Uh, before we move on to our next match, your Brexit update: twelve streakers have stormed Parliament to protest <laughs> climate change and been arrested. So, yeah. well, I had gone quiet for a while. So, an actual thing that has happened. <laughs> anyway, um, NXT Women's Championship as Shayna Baszler defends against Kyrie Sane, Yoshirai, and Bianca Belair. Uh, this is a combination of women that I think this 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 can't help but be pretty fucking good, Barry.
3: Yeah, absolutely. Like I said on the uh, the Ring of Honor uh, thing, like uh, with the right combination of people, I love a good multi-person match. Uh, I think these these four are, are just going to absolutely tear it tear it up. Not not the usual kind of uh, circumstances you would you would think of putting Shayna Baszler in, but I'm as a as a one-off thing. They've typically put her in lots of really great. Uh, singles matches with great build and and uh, playing to her strengths. This is something a little bit different, but that's uh, that's good. Um, so I, I'm looking forward to it a lot. And uh, Shayna, I mean, for, uh, as much as I love the, I think everyone in this match is great. I mean, how could you not? How could you not just love this women's division, this NXT women's division? Ah, that's so good. It's just tremendous but with all that said i would happily have shayna baszler be the nxt women's champion for the rest of time so uh i i really don't mind which which way the result goes uh and much like your your illusions with dream i'm whatever it takes to keep her on this show uh, yeah. with how well it's booked is is my preferred result uh
0: jack
2: yeah so it's very clear that uh to me that Bianca Belair is, is the person that they've kind of earmarked to be the next NXT champion. And I wonder if it would be interesting if they have uh, her pin either Kyrie or you know, and just have the angle be like Shayna saying, well, you didn't pin me, you know, you haven't beaten me, you can't beat me, and then build up to a, a match on the next show. Then maybe have Shayna take it off. Uh, and then, you know, if they can wait until the next uh nxt take over for wrestlemania next year if they could do like a year-long build of that that would be really awesome um yeah. i don't think they will do that uh yeah. I, it must be said but uh yeah this is this has got the potential to be really really good because yeah Kyrie and and um ER are just both great um great wrestlers as as well and i i hope that they're both given like prominent um billing in this match and have like as as much of their own spots as possible because i think that's the the sort of long-term feud though that they'll be building towards but yeah if, if shana just goes in and kills them all and and comes out with the uh, with the belt held aloft i don't think anyone's really going to argue either so this could go one of multiple ways and uh i'm on board with pretty much all of them
0: Mark, who you got for this one?
1: Well, I had convinced myself that after uh, Sasha and Bailey turned up in NXT, that we were going to get some dream match scenario with those two and the
0: Sky Pirates.
1: Yeah, and you know that was i would clearly fucking got carried away with myself there, but worked
0: yourself into a shoot.
1: Kinda, kinda, but i, I guess we can always come back to that. Um, yeah. In terms of this, I think that um, Baszler is another person that you could see certainly with ronda going away after mania uh i think would now be kind of the ideal time to bring her up and like she's uh what 36 37 or she's on the wrong side of of, of her 30s so if you want to get as much out of her as you can uh i think now is, is is the best time to do it so i could see one of the other three going with it i you know Kyrie's already had the belt um I think that Bianca Belair is still a little... She's still, you know, get finding her way. So, um, it might be a little bit too soon to put the belt on her. So, I could see... I'm going to go with eye on this one.
0: Okay. Uh, then we have, for the NXT Tag Team titles, the War Raiders taking on the winners of the Dusty Roads Tag Team Classic, Aleister Black and Ricochet. Uh this is probably going to be your absolutely crazy, some shit you haven't seen before kind of match, Jack.
2: Yeah, it's it's going to be all out nuts. Um, and I think it's very interesting that they put uh, Alistair Black and Ricochet together. Are we thinking of them maybe trying to emulate some of what they had with Gargano and Champa of, of getting two really excellent workers together and then having them be successful and then eventually breaking them up and having them feud for a belt?
0: I mean, the one of the, the most compelling conspiracy theories I've seen in a long time, trying to explain why that, that pairing uh, was the idea that it was a way for Triple H to get Ricochet onto the main roster and bypass 205 Live, which, if that is the reasoning behind it, the man is a fucking genius. Uh, I think that may be reaching somewhat, though. Yeah? Well, that theory or my theory? Uh, that the, the theory I just said. Okay, fair
2: enough. Yeah, I guess so. Um, either way, this will be awesome. I've seen the War Raiders uh, up live and personal in the flesh have absolutely fantastic matches. And, yeah, you, you've uh, yeah. seen
0: a War Raider thrown at you. Exactly. Yeah, uh, yeah we nearly died. I remember Yeah, Ray, Ray Rowe was thrown directly at us at a progress show. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I still have nightmares about it to this day and especially because it was he was thrown by a man who has since been canceled and the less said about that the better
2: (laughs) yeah let's just move on very quickly from that (laughs) oh boy um and yeah I, i there's gonna be lots of kicks and chops and hits and throwing and ricochets. gonna come in and do some crazy flippy shit and there's no way this can be bad is, is is pretty much my sentiment for every single match on this show. I don't know what you guys think, but like you look at this and you just think, oh, there's, there's nothing here that is of subpar quality. They've got five matches and they all look brilliant.
0: Uh, Barry, tag team title match. I, I think the obvious thing to predict would be War Raiders retaining because it seems like Black and Ricochet are, are going to be waving goodbye after this.
3: Ah, uh, yeah, I I think so, and they're going to get a. Uh, but I think they'll get an, an excellent match on the way out, and it'll uh, further help to uh, to cement the uh, the War Raiders. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to this one uh, quite a lot.
0: Mm. Uh, the main event of NXT Takeover for the N- the vacant NXT Championship uh, thing uh, after Tommaso Champa's injury. Two out of three falls. Johnny Gargano versus Adam Cole. Now I know that kind of. A lot of people over the course of the Tommaso Ciampa feud, that to some it, it's real marmite sort of feud. A lot of people thought it went on too long. A lot of people were kind of berating people who weren't watching it week to week because some people were saying that their kind of uneasy alliance made no sense, things like that. But I think these two guys in the main event of a takeover show. I think it's fucking safe as houses that they're going to have a very good match, even for all Adam Cole's detractors as well. He's a guy who you put him in the big spot and he will deliver. The man put himself through fucking agony. That, I think it was this time last year in that match with Alistair Black where he took uh, some horrendous bumps. Um, but yeah, I, I'm personally really looking forward to this one. I think people are sleeping on this one as, as a potential really, really good match mark.
1: Yeah, and I think that the the crowd is going to be really up for this one, um, partially because you're mm. guaranteed to have a new champion. Um, yeah. I I don't know how the crowd is going to react though in terms of the the heel face dynamic because even though Adam Cole has been a heel since he's been in yeah. the company, he's pretty much been cheered the entire time. Yeah. As he, he's <laughs> a,
0: he's also Adam Cole.
1: Like. Yeah, bye bye. Um and. Galgano is in this kind of weird place where you know he is back to being a face um but we don't get the payoff of him and Champa and I can I could see him ending up being the heel in this match even though that's just not the way that this program is being designed and you can just go back to the face off these two had last week to see clearly you know who is the good guy and who's the bad guy here but at the same time Gargano is one of the better baby faces you will see in terms of drawing a crowd into him um but I do think that he has he has a lot going against him just because of the um I don't know that kind of NWO core factor if you want to use that uh, to describe kind of how the undisputed era have been since they um have been a part of NXT uh I think would I say it's 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 almost a virtual lock that Cole is gonna win this match? Um, regard yeah. whether it be because Gargana is gonna go up or just because he's just it's not his story to win the belt. Um, and if it was, it would have been against Champer, and I don't think he could do it. Could do it under any other circumstances. Uh, and I think that they could go off after this. Like, Gargana could come up and they could do a whole thing with the Undisputed Era and kind of them splintering into two separate factions or, you know, however they want to do that. And I think you can run with that for the next six months.
0: Are you pitching a Return of the Core? I'm, <laughs> I'm not. No, I am. No. Uh,
1: I'd be Bring it back. I'd be pitching the Return of Red Dragon and or maybe we could get, I don't know, No Remorse... No, no moral, no moral, but no remorse. Core, I guess.
0: Yeah. yeah. Um, Barry. Uh,
3: yeah, I, 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 would echo a lot of what what Mark said. I, I, I don't think it's Gargano's time. I, it doesn't, it doesn't feel like the right way to end his story. But if they were to choose to do it based on the caliber of takeover main event Gargano typically has and his babyface performances, I think all our critics. Cynicisms and, and, and cynicisms about the idea of him winning would go out the window because you know he'll have that place rocking uh, by the clo- by the closing stretch of that match. And when he wins, uh, everyone will go ballistic and we'll be wondering what we were even cribbing about. So what I don't think it'll be the best direction, uh, these two guys will absolutely get the desired reaction one way or the other uh, uh, when it's all said and done. But uh, yeah, I think, I think Cole's a much more interesting direction to go uh, and I, I think it adds... Uh, a little bit of uh something to uh, to Gargano's character to have him leave NXT without ever properly winning the the title, kind of like the the Star Walter feuds. Because obviously we had at a sixteen characters, a lot of conversations about David Star versus Walter, and, and if if that wasn't the time for him to win, then
0: when is the time? Yeah. I I always going to say before... the the Becky Lynch thing as well. Even like she came out of NXT without ever having won the belt and coming close. I don't know how many times
3: yeah and that that was a, that's another great example is like and and with the, the the star thing prior to to this year when everyone was certain he was going to win i always thought he would never win i always thought that was going to just be a character trait he brought with him through his entire career and i think gargano kind of the same i mean i think he'll probably actually i shouldn't say he'll have more main roster success than than nxt i don't want to go crazy uh but you know i can see straight him straight to 205 champion yeah yeah i i don't know what i was thinking on that one
0: without Um, without champa i am worried
3: yeah um yeah it's it's i i it seemed but again you you don't really know what they're going to do and 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 i think they're perfectly capable of getting the reaction they want so uh this is another one like like the women's one and uh, you know i i think there's a lot of interesting directions they could go and I, i i don't hate either of them to be honest so uh uh, yeah, I'm 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 pretty into this, and even with Cole's, you know, he has his he he's not a flawless performer. He's had a good year, and he always has the crowd with him. Uh, so I'm, I'm 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 decently up for this.
0: Yeah, uh, Jack.
2: Do you guys think Champa turns up to cost either one of them this match?
0: Nah, by the sounds of it, that guy isn't going to be cleared to do that in physical for a long, 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 long time. Yes, yeah, it doesn't seem if, so. If if at all
2: like uh, if he just comes out though and that like creates we, a distraction and costs a four.
0: you see my thing about that is like they would only like that would only be a thing if he was going to be back at any stage even in the relatively near future but like a lot of the talk before his surgery was that there was some talk that he might not be back um and things have gone on awful quiet since the surgery so i'm like mm, i don't know like i hope he is back someday i mean I'd, he's I'd like to think maybe it's a lot better than they think it was when they actually got in there but he's I, not back I, I'm for a worried. year at minimum and yeah uh, yeah it... and you can't really have him and gargano go on for that will be into year four of that feud without having paid it off yeah but that would to me it would be cool
2: if he showed up and actually crossed well, you the bell again, and then and then he just points it at, at, at Johnny Gargano just says yeah, like,
0: "But that's... then, like, you have that angle, and he can't fucking do anything for at least a year after that." Yeah, I, I mean, mean, it's, it's always, that's how we started too.
1: this feud. He smacked yeah. uh, Gargano and then was gone for about eight to nine months.
0: Yeah, but to be fair, that wasn't the <laughs> you know what I mean. They didn't know that at the time. This time, they fucking have a good idea. He's gonna be out for a long time. You know. Um. Yeah. yeah. I, I would be skeptical on that myself. Anyway.
2: Yeah, but then, so, yeah, maybe then, to me, the only other thing to do then is just Johnny just never wins the belt.
0: Mm. It's a shame, because this probably was, like, if if they were ever going to pay it off, this probably was it. That
2: was the payoff, yeah. yeah.
0: No doubt, in my mind. Um. But anyway, we, we shall move on from NXT to theoretically the main show of the week, but with the exception of a, a couple of notable matches, probably one of the ones I'm least hyped for, and that is WrestleMania itself. Um, I always get into it on the night because it is that special, like there's somewhere ingrained in our DNA as wrestling fans that WrestleMania is a bit special. Um, so so there is that. But, uh, Dave, do you want to make a bet
1: now how many times I'm going to fall asleep during the show?
0: Once and you won't wake up.
1: <laughs> <laughs> In fairness, I do. That I do, sounded a, ominous. I do a pretty yeah. good job of waking <laughs> yeah, up a... usually before like the main event.
0: Yeah, except that one time that we were live tweeting E3 and you missed the entire Sony conference.
1: Ah, <laughs> uh, I probably didn't miss much. You...
0: Mark was literally getting punched and he didn't wake up. um But you will be getting punched for the main event of this to make sure you're up. I'll make damn sure of that. That's fair. Um, Let's go uh, This is any number of ways You can tackle this um, Let's take the two battle royals together uh, The Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal And the Woman Andre the Giant Battle Royal um, <laughs> Announced <laughs> Is that what the... they're
2: actually calling it? No
0: I fucking wish oh,
2: That would be so good if it was oh, I wish I, um, I'm now sad that that's not happening
0: and uh, now, uh, names announced for the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal include Braun Strowman, Andrade, uh, Michael Che, and Colin Jost from Saturday Night Live. God. Well, wow. uh, le- because of the, the, the inspiring level of apathy, let's go to Barry first.
3: Yeah, I, so I don't watch Raw, I watch the highlights of Raw on YouTube most weeks. Um, SmackDown, I actually watched the full episodes kind of intermittently. I'll skip a week or two, but I, I try watching. Uh, watching Watching the YouTube segment with Braun and the Saturday Night Live guys, I mean, fucking hell. What have they done to that guy? Because he's still like, Braun, I'm a big scary badass, come get these hands. But he's saying it to these Saturday Night Live geeks, and he's saying, come meet me in the Battle Royal, the pre-show battle. What? Oh, my God. And the thing is, I wasn't even really that big. On broad as a as a top guy when he was hot but like looking at looking at his place on this card i mean
2: jesus it's, i blame it's will ferrell and john Riley for putting him in that truly fucking hideous sherlock holmes movie i
0: thought you're gonna, oh. you gonna blame his partner nicholas oh <laughs> that that movie was in and out of the theater
3: so fucking fast i couldn't even see it
0: um huh. Yeah, and I, I, I've been waiting
2: for the moment that someone else has seen it just to see if they get the same pop that I did when Braun Strowman turns up for literally no reason other than the fact that the, at some point they're in a boxing gym and is, then is they it decide it, <laughs> it's a he, side he, wolf for is... need to have a fight and they turn around and they're like uh, how about you? And then it's Braun fucking Strowman
0: So <laughs> even less reason than when that was at the Assassin's Creed concept art had Brock Lesnar in it Remember that? really yeah i am gonna i'm gonna look that up uh and and share in the chat there was like uh i think it was for syndicate before it was actually given a name that was the one in victorian london wasn't it
3: yeah
1: yeah
0: Yeah, there was a picture that clearly had it was clearly brock lesnar i i I, I will look it up um they still haven't talked
1: nathan jones in mad max that's all i'm gonna say (laughs) <laughs> I, it's quite. How, hard
0: to how dare you disrespect the colossus of Bogger Road, my friend?
1: No, no, that's what I'm saying. He, he, that was the finest performance by a wrestler in a film to this date. Uh,
0: Mark,
2: I'm pretty sure Daniel Peter was like an extra in a movie once. So,
0: Mark, Mark as you're talking, um, two battle royals. One has a couple of comedy writers announced, uh, and the the other kind of like the most. I even text you during the week going are they fucking doing this match, the the Women's Battle Royal? And apparently they are. Um, I
1: mean, you have to imagine Oscar's winning the Women's Battle Royal. Like, is, is it... The least they can do? Uh, you know, it's... Am I that mad for, for going out on a limb and saying that, like, she should fucking win that match and she should win it in about three minutes, be done with it, and go put her feet up and watch that main event and be like, what the fuck? Um... I was half convinced that they were actually going to put her in the main event, um, and you know I know why they didn't. Uh, I the whole fucking um, we'll get to the main event and and how they've got there, um, but Asuka really got shafted here, and yeah. she
0: deserves they so much have-
2: more. What? To they should fair, call I, it the "We're Sorry, We Love You" battle royal, and just have oh, it all be about Asuka.
0: Yeah, I also sympathize the like I I sympathize with her to some extent, but I'm also like I don't know if she would have been worse served being put on like in a Stone Cold SmackDown title match in the Our middle ben of out. the You're show. You booking her against Stone Cold? Yeah. Oh, well, well, no. Yes. Oh no. Yes. Honestly, well, that, like it would
1: have probably have been better just to not have had her on the card.
0: Yeah, and like I, I, I guess in that case, you know, why not? You know, it's your biggest women's match in the history of the company, so why not throw everything at the wall? The the booking of Asuka just hasn't really worked. Like even when they got behind her, they didn't get behind her on the main roster. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, I feel like they
2: just got distracted by uh, Ronda and what they completely. Utterly weren't expecting from Becky just being the fucking biggest thing in, in the actual company, let alone the women's
0: division. Like, yeah, do no, we think ma- in the company?
2: Yeah, like
1: it. No one saw that coming, and they, I think they were just completely thrown as
2: to what they were supposed to do with Asuka. Yeah. That.
1: So my investment in these two matches is purely on Asuka should uh, win the women's rumble, and I, I just could not care about the men's one
0: at all. I, yeah, I, I like I, a lot of people have said Andrade, but you know. That, that battle royal is such a fucking albatross around the neck of who yeah, wins if it, it. If it meant anything, then sure. But he's best. He's, he's best off just getting eliminated off screen, really.
2: <laughs> guys, guys. Rob Gronkowski just retired from the NFL. Yeah, uh,
3: That's yeah.
0: all I'm gonna tell you. Uh, um, Jack, I I would have as uh, Asuka and Andrade would be my picks. What do you think of these pair of l- afterthought battle royals? <laughs>
2: Um I'd have Rob Gronkowski yeah uh, and, and um let me think <laughs> <laughs> anyone <laughs> Did you say win the women's one?
0: Oh,
3: dave
2: in fact I would have Rob Gronkowski with them both <laughs> double down on the gronk and then he spikes both trophies at the end of each one <laughs> And then okay. never shows up in WWE again. and Just like,
0: questions it, it. it just becomes the Shaq thing again. He <laughs> yes. shows up once in the Battle Royal and then never again.
2: Was Shaq actually in that Battle Royal? Or yes.
0: Did I dream myself, and Jack were, or myself and Mark were there present when Shaq was in the Battle Royal and they accidentally. When, when flashed. They, remember when they spoiled his entrance because yeah. they showed his name? Oh, neighbors? yeah,
3: Mario, you were there as well. God, that show sucked. Yeah. <laughs>
0: fucking
3: hell they de- i can't even
0: get a shack cameo in peace <laughs> oh, <mate. laughs> oh so battle royals out of the way uh let's go to duh, 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 the cruiserweight championship as buddy murphy defends against tony niece uh mark wouldn't have expected tony Nees to be the one getting this slot at mania but i i think this could be a quite a good match
1: i expect this will be a very good match but yeah um i am concerned that this match is going to have no heat whatsoever uh, because uh tony knees has not really been established even with him winning this tournament um i don't really think he's been established to any degree and uh i you know they're gonna go out there and they're gonna give everything they have um and and buddy murphy's been you know pretty good at pulling a crowd around to some degree um but that's at least with people that have either been on raw or had some kind of notable presence tony nice hasn't had any kind of pay-per-view appearance or anything at all so um fair fucks to them for going ahead with this and you know they've put a bit of a story behind it but this one's gonna if there was any time for us to say you know uh a buddy murphy match or a cruiserweight match should probably be on the pre-show this is the one time where i'd say yeah uh, definitely yeah. more so than the last two years uh where both of those matches deserve to be on the main card
0: uh, i've just by the way sent in the uh the, the picture of brock lesnar in assassin's creed thankfully i didn't imagine it uh into our little group chat there but uh
2: are we 100 percent
0: sure it's brock lesnar he's and not got the someone else ba- who, who has those tattoos yeah it's the exact brock tattoos <laughs> anyway uh barry cruiserweight title
3: yeah i'm, I'm being into my uh my big match buddy uh performances but uh yeah as you say it pays you to say it, but this probably does belong in the pre-show, doesn't it? I, I, I just don't have that uh, that affinity for Tony Deese. So um I'm sure it'll be good, spell to bell, but I don't imagine a lot of people will care.
0: Uh, yeah. So eh, it'll be all right. Yeah, I, I think so as well. Um what will we go with here next? Um
2: by the way, Big Match Buddy sounds really patronizing when you yeah. say it out loud. Big oh, match you're buddy. my Big Match Buddy. <laughs> I love I love my Big Match Buddy.
0: Let's go with maybe the, uh, the match we will probably say the least about, uh, which is amazing considering uh, one of the participants is one of our fellow countrymen, Barry. Uh, that's Bobby Lashley defending the Intercontinental title against Finn Balor in a match that I feel like I've been watching for eight months.
3: Oh, yeah, you know, Bob... Bobo Lashley from Kilmallock. Yeah, oh, I love
0: Bobo Lasho. Our, our, our is, proudest export. Is, is he anything to the Mount Melick Lashleys?
3: I I think he. Is. And it's funny because I always said he was going to be something when I first saw him in main stage. Um, but uh, but anyway um
1: jack i think we should go i, I don't think we long
2: <laughs> i once bumped into Bobo lashley
1: and dolan's barry
2: so uh
3: oh the mecca the idea the, the, the mecca of wrestling yeah I'm oh sure. yeah
2: exactly yeah
3: <laughs> but uh yeah i uh, who could care the, the the funny thing about this is that I, I most people are assuming we're um we're getting the the demon here which is kind of funny considering it's bob lashley but uh
0: everybody convinced uh, themselves they were getting it last year and he he didn't do it so i i'm i'm setting my expectations right on the floor for this one
3: maybe maybe he's like most people and he's
2: bored of it and he doesn't want to do it anymore uh um, <laughs> yeah, maybe that's what finn balor is for everyone about it's not about being woke it's just about no the demon's just for me but finn balor is for everyone i maybe. don't have it yeah like he he's just done with it like why does he need that gimmick anymore?
1: What are we setting the over under on this match going
0: uh, five minutes?
2: Sixty eight seconds.
0: Oh. Par- see, Parmy thinks this is an outstanding candidate for like he immediately hits a sling blade coup de gras and beats him in a minute. Yes. This is I- if there's it, it, there's there's two matches on here that could be very very quick. One is because. No one cares about this match and the other is because I'm not sure that another man can physically get through more than ninety seconds of a match, but more on that later.
3: Yeah, I think this is a solid I think that's a solid guess for this one. I I, I could see it being very, very short.
0: And also what just
1: I mean, we think about, you know, uh Lashley turned up on it was the Roar of the Mania last year, if I'm correct. Yeah. Yeah. Um I don't think anyone would have predicted... you know, he had a, a he was he was pretty hot coming out of of the end of his impact run, and uh, as hot had... as you can be. <laughs> yeah, you just
2: said hot and impact in the same sentence. As hot <laughs> yeah. as
1: one, it, it's you know using the the relative scale of impact here. But um, he he he'd become a pretty good wrestler, and he wasn't actually yeah. that bad on the mic. And he had you know everything had kind of come together as well as it was going to come for young Bob Lashley.
0: And Can I just say as well at this juncture that the headbands still look stupid. Yeah. But go on.
1: I can kinda of enjoy it, I don't know. Um they just taken this, you know, this complete presentation, which is as to the point of what Vinnie Mac would want to look for in a wrestler. And it's the second time now that they fucked it up with him. First time I mean yeah, yeah well, there's a lot that goes yep. into that. But um, it's just it's astonishing. It's actually fucking astonishing that they had this gift handed to them just put it out there him and lesnar boom go easy and we're we're left with what will likely be a four minute match with fembala that means just absolutely dick to either of them um, but
2: in the middle of that you came up with a better gimmick for a gimmick for him which is the complete presentation bobby lashley i just imagine coming out <laughs> and did powerpoint on the on the titan drum. Oh i was gonna say just a,
1: picture, just a picture of his butt. You've gone. Yeah. From, we that sounded like a kind of knockoff of the title package there to so the complete presentation. The
2: complete presentation. <laughs> I just love to see that on a big graphic on the screen.
0: <laughs> uh, I mean, I God. guess the best thing that can be said for Big Bob last this time is that at least it isn't Vince beating him for a title on a pay per view. Yes,
3: more um, victories. <laughs> and uh, v- no Vince and his do rag. Oh, baby, oh, yeah. hey, we love Bobby, folks. Yeah, uh, you know who doesn't love Bobby? The media, folks. Am I right? Uh,
2: that's my excellent impression for this show. <laughs> who was that supposed to be? That was <laughs> <laughs> the titles. What are you talking about? I thought, <laughs> I thought that was Dusty, right? <laughs> 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 maybe the fake news. Hot times. That's a great Donald Trump impression. You just <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. And that is bound to be more entertaining than this match. I uh, yeah, I hope so. Uh
0: the speaking of mid-card titles, the US title is on the line as Samoa Joe defends against Rey Mysterio. This is a cool match for Joe to get at Mania. Uh we're kind of if if you want to give me this match circuit 2006, this would completely blow my mind. Um yeah, could it be think...
2: WWE champ v TNA champ? Yeah,
0: <laughs> oh
2: yeah,
0: it would it really go. would. Um, I I I don't know. Like I I still trust both these guys to have a very good match. I I don't think this is going to get as much time as I would like, though. Relative to other things that will probably drag on too much. Uh, what do you think about this one, Jack? <laughs> I,
2: yeah, I, I just think it's a really cool uh, mixture of two guys to be on a WrestleMania card. The, as you say, it probably isn't going to get a lot of time, and it's a little bit forgettable, and it might be something where you're on like CageMatch dot net in like five years time, and you're like, "Wait, Ray Mysterio versus Samoa Joe happened," and you just have no recollection of it. But you know, this, it's a this sort will of... be
0: the AJ Styles Chris Jericho, which we <laughs> the three of us <laughs> yeah. also saw in person.
2: Yeah. Uh, was entirely forgettable which is a shame because they're two of the best guys to do it in the last 20 or 30 years uh and so these two you know these are two fantastic fucking wrestlers uh they i do not doubt their ability to have a fantastic match but because there is like literally zero fucks given in in the build-up to this for a lot of people that you know it's just going to be there. So it it it's how much time and how much effort is, is placed into it as to whether the crowd reacts to this or not and where it is on the card. Like if it's relatively early, then people might get into it, I think. But if it's like you being used to break up between two like hype matches later on, it could be death for them.
0: Yeah. Uh Barry.
3: Yeah. I, I'm, I'm really looking forward to this. Uh, like you guys, you know, this probably would have been better a few years ago. You know, maybe both of these guys, they're not at their physical prime. You know what's kind of weird? is based on his 2019 output. Like, my biggest concern with this match is actually not Rey Mysterio. Yeah. Uh, It's kind of like, I feel like he's actually had a lot of bangers this year. But I mean, you watch those Andrade matches, and you're like, "What year is this? This guy is just <laughs> unbelievable." It, not only in his in ring, but in his, his composition. I mean, physically, he just looks great. And that's not to knock on Joe. I mean, Joe's not. You know, he he's not. The thing about Joe is that he's not terrible. He's not you know immobile or anything like that. He he's just he's just not what you used to think of when you thought of Samoa Joe. And that's yeah, kind of he's
0: just at half speed, kind of.
3: Yeah, but uh but he can still he can still go reasonably well and one thing I do like about Joe's W W E run is he can still talk like anyone else and he's he's um uh i i think this is a matches i think like you said this is a cool match this is just a cool match that's happening and i reckon this is actually one that i i think i'd almost prefer this not to get too much time i'd like to see them go out there and have a good little sprint i think that would be uh, uh the best cause for this one and i also wouldn't mind if uh if this was a little summer program i, I i'd be up for some rematches for this so uh, yeah i think this is a, a a very solid mid-card inclusion on the uh on the card,
1: mark uh, for me the only thing uh, of note really And I agree with everything said so far Is that uh, We're into the third year of Samoa Joe being on the main roster And this is finally the first time He's actually on a Wrestlemania card And you know he was The the timing of the first year is what played into that And then he was injured last year um, So I'm just kind of happy that he actually Is going to be on a Mania show Because um, you know there's the whole Crew of Guys from TNA and Ring of Honor Would be Daniel Bryan AJ Styles, Samoa Joe, uh, and he's the one that hadn't had a chance yet. So uh, and yeah, like what a what a, a wonderful dream match to put together. And obviously, there is the whole it you know, would have been better five ten years ago. Um, it's a thing that you can have imagined that if uh, TNA had actually gotten to the the, the place they could have where. You know, in 2005, you had Joe and uh, Liger for the exhibition title at Bound for Glory. You could have imagined in, in 2015, 2016, if TNA had carried on on that trajectory, you could have had a, a Mysterio-Joe match in TNA, but... Um this will be fun. I I did have to spend about ten minutes the other day trying to remember who the US champ was, which is speaks to not Joe but just the the US title. But um, if these two get you know eight nine minutes, this this could be a fun little sprint. And I think that that's probably the best thing to do with Joe at this point.
0: Yeah, uh, I would agree. Um, what have we got next? yeah okay let's let's just fucking talk about this one and then we'll go back to the kind of not so not, not so interesting matches kurt angle one of the greatest wrestlers to have ever laced a pair of boots uh one of my favorites of all time is having his retirement match in this show he is wrestling big barry banter himself beach ball corbin <laughs> all right i'm i'm gonna start this I'm, I'm gonna give you my hot
1: take No, no, I'm going to give you my hot take because I I feel I could be the the outlier in this one. I am perfectly fine with this match because Kurt Angle does not need to be in there for more than 90 seconds. And if you're going to put him in there with someone who he can just bury because they have no purpose... Uh, to exist other than for being buried by Kurt Angle, Baron Corbin is the absolute perfect opponent for this (laughs) Would he bury him or bury him? He would bury him Um, He does not need to be in there with fucking Styles for 8 minutes or Joe for 8 minutes or whatever, just get him in there have the entrance, have the pop hopefully he'll get the fireworks like he used to do fucking Olympic Slam ankle lock, get this over within 90 seconds I am actually, I am completely fine with this match existing as it does
0: barry i
3: i I would agree with that completely um, I think they might swerve us, I think they might do a John Cena match yeah, do what I, I reckon thinking. but if they do, I reckon even that will also be pretty damn short and not anything to write home about, so it's kind of much of a muchness to me I think uh,
0: but yeah I I, I, I I think it'd be I think it'd be a much more like it, I I think the thing that has people disappointed is that he's going up in short TV matches against like any number of people. That it would have been nice, but I, I totally get Mark's side of things as well, and uh, I I do think it'll be a night a much nicer send off than just having the Baron Corbin match be over in ninety seconds. If Kurt's last match in WWE is the same match that was John Cena's first match in WWE.
1: Yeah. yeah, there's that romanticism yeah. to it. I mean, we should be grateful just because of the way he, this weekend has gone that he didn't go up against either Hornswoggle or Martina. So, uh, Nick. Nick Gage or Nick,
2: Gage. Or Nick
1: Gage. versus,
0: versus
2: Gage. Kurt yeah. Angle versus oh. Brim and Barry Breadbasket,
0: murder, oh. death, Kurt. Oh.
2: <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, Someone needs to take bastard Barry Ballbag out of this match and just, yeah.
1: yeah. Like, the only other thing I could have seen is if they'd given it time to do some sort of build-up and if they actually had any uh, saw any value or stock in him is if they'd done Angle and Gable and, you know, yeah. given Gable the rub that way, but that was never going to happen, so.
2: No, instead you're getting bleeding Barry bollocks all <laughs> over your face. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Uh, In fairness, he got go- one of the bigger pops when he won the Battle Royale, when we uh, we saw that live, so... That was just from Amo popping for... <laughs> I mean, I was popping vicariously through his pop, but
0: sure, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was like the greatest Vicarious thing. Vicarious popping. It was the greatest thing of Amos' life when he was ironically putting over Baron Corbin all week that he came out and won the Battle Royal. I thought he was going to cry. Uh, oh, wow. Anyway, and back then to he the never match. watched
1: wrestling again afterwards. <laughs> yeah, highlight of Band Aid
0: Barry boy's career. back to the kind of inconsequential matches. Uh, this one feels a little bit thrown together um, to get these two guys on the show. AJ Styles versus Randy Orton. That said though, Barry, I think this could be pretty okay.
3: Yeah, it could be alright. Um, I, I think these two will work well together. Uh, Orton's, yeah, Orton's doing that right lately. Um, you know, he, he's a heel, which means he's happy, which means he's trying a little harder. Um, uh, yeah, you know, it's thrown together. It absolutely is. Uh, it's kind of a shame that this is all they can come up with for both these guys. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, it should be alright uh, I reckon they'll work together
1: Do you know what? Like, If he has like another, say you know, free three and a half star match with Orton at Mania that's going to be four Manias that AJ Styles has had with Chris Jericho Shinsuke Nakamura, Randy Orton and yet his best match is going to be with Shane McMahon
2: <laughs>
1: Oh yes! Oh wow, I forgot about that
0: uh, Yeah, that dude, that was like I went four and a half on that one <laughs>
1: Steve. <laughs> Fucking throwing no stars out there,
0: boy. Damn right. <laughs> oh, <shit. laughs> um speaking of Shane McMahon. <laughs> is is that it? Is that we have an AJ
1: and Orton? Uh, yeah,
2: like uh, by I mean, the AJ versus Randy Orton could headline WrestleMania. Like if they yeah. built it correctly, that could be the headlining match. Ah sure. maybe five years ago. I don't know about now. No. I'm talking about now. These guys uh, are still both mm, really good in the ring.
0: Yeah, but I, I don't know. But I mean, Orton I might main have the headline of WrestleMania backlash. anymore. Yeah, this Why could not? be a, a money in the bank main event. You know, <laughs> one of those kind of upper B tier pay per views. Maybe a rumble.
3: No <laughs> so love for his his EWR here. This is yeah. this is very very it, harsh for the two. It,
2: fans. It, you know what? If Baron Corbin was in this fucking match, guys, seriously.
1: You'd all be wrong. I'm
2: He'd not
0: show
1: sure that your you. defence is there, but okay, Jack.
2: You <laughs> would show all of you.
0: <laughs> Jack's Jack's gonna sidebar into burying Tetris effect again, a am bit to hit all the high spots.
1: Oh, I, I mean I'll be back when you side with that, but anyway.
0: Um as I said, speaking of Shane McMahon, uh the, the greatest wrestler in the world, Shane McMahon, uh competing for I I I don't know, against the biz. Who would have thought this would be the legacy of Crown Jewel, this match? I'm going straight to Barry.
2: Yeah, listen. (laughs) I don't don't hate this. We don't want to (laughs)
3: listen. No no one (laughs) Um, doesn't. Smackdown this past week, I thought Shane's um, promo was good, and he's typically been so bad since he's been back promo-wise. I think he's a much better heel than a face. Um, part of that is because I just don't want to watch him, but that's fine. Um, and I have to say after their, their previous disastrous attempt, um, I think Miz is, is coming off better in this baby face run, uh, than I would have expected and certainly much better than his, whatever it was, 2012 or 13 or whatever year that was,
0: they tried with him. He himself uh, has no. thankfully set the bar for himself as a babyface quite low. I
1: remember watching him in the pre-shirt Mania, uh, Mania 2013 against Wade Barrett as, yeah, a face. I actually saw that I'm live. F- fucking hell. So a- and the
0: you face. saw him. You saw him. <laughs>
1: and I watched him defend the fucking title against John. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Yeah, you did. Yeah, you oh, did. Oh, boy.
0: Oh, God. It just been some shit at Mania
3: over the last couple of years. I really yeah, am. Usually a-
1: once he's been out, I'm a fucking Mania albatross. I really am. Yeah, got you gotta stop going to these. Um, uh, I'm fucking. I've had my fill. I'm good. <laughs> just
2: mania albatross.
1: <laughs> wow. I. I. Um,
3: I'm all about this. But well, no, I will retract that immediately. I'm all. About this. Are you all about
0: this. <laughs> I just, yeah, of course, I was I was... course, of one sentence, you realized you went too far.
3: Yeah. <laughs> I was putting over the SmackDown segment I will stop short of saying I did think it was ridiculous that Miz beat up like 10 men on his own I'll never buy Miz as a badass but but that aside I think this is good I think the stip is for, for the match they're going to have it's probably perfect, it's false count anywhere they'll do loads of mad shit Shane will do some crazy shit I actually think Miz will do some crazy shit um, and I, I think this will be um, a match that gets over pretty well with the crowd um, yeah I, I'm, I'm relative to some of the other stuff with this card. I'm, I'm reasonably into this. I'll say that
1: one. I, I am all for Shane McMahon to do a shooting star press off of some side of the fucking off the Brooklyn Bridge that they'll probably have up, and for Miz to do a blade job like on a Jay Briscoe type of level. If I get those two things, match of the year. <laughs> I really don't want a blade job from the Miz. Just saying. I don't think we've ever had one. I'm I'm ready to see it. I'm I you know, he's here to prove himself and. On a serious note, like I'm, I'm with Barry in that. In terms of like the the matches that've been built up on this card, and considering how we started this with that fucking um, Saudi Arabia show with uh, McMahon winning that Best in the World trophy, like I think that you know the formation of them as a team and the two matches they had at the Rumble and Fast Lane or was it Elimination Chamber or whatever, you know they were an enjoyable tag team, and I I really enjoyed them in the Usos, and I think that. For what this feud is, I think they've hit every note they've needed to hit, and it hasn't been convoluted, it hasn't been overbooked. Um, you just have that one dynamic that is it is hard to take Miz as a, as a credible badass, and him fucking taking down Sanity and that one uh member of the
0: Cologne family and Sanity? Legacy Sanity. Oh, sorry, no, I thought you were talking so about the time it's... Shane McMahon beat up <laughs> Legacy. <laughs> no, I'm oh, talking my... about Miz. But... I just, whenever I talk about Shane McMahon at WrestleMania, that like literally that segment replays in my head like <laughs> it's fucking clockwork orange and I'm being made it. No,
1: so. I was talking about The Miz beating up Sanity and yeah. uh, whoever well, the they fuck is
0: there. They just replayed the same thing just with The Miz and Shane's yeah. position. Yeah, yeah, pretty much.
1: She really did. It
3: was, that was also <laughs> what I thought of when I watched it as well. It was pretty
0: very... Uh, and yeah, if
1: they, say basically... Yeah, and if they'd had just like the Miz be up, like the five security guards, like that would have been one thing. That would have been fine because you just, you know, the security guards. Uh, but they did, eh, they kind of pushed that a little bit too far. But yeah, I, I agree. I think that this has been a, a, one of the more compelling um, packages they've put together. And I expect, because it's Shane McMahon, that they're going to go balls to the wall. And uh, this could be a. Sank in the four-star range, and and by a lot of the matches we have in this card, it
3: could be one of the better
2: matches. No, it could be
1: one of yeah, the better matches I, on this card. I,
0: I'm I'm immediately going to Jack for his reaction. Four
2: stars. I I agree with. I was so I was on board with Mark up until the point of four stars. But you know what? Like I, I guess stranger things have happened, but yeah. I haven't seen too many of them. Four stars. <laughs>
0: Uh, I don't think we're doing any better than a four star prediction, and that will hold just that one, Mark. All right,
1: you, you know what, you can
2: hold You it, know man. what, though? It, uh, I don't know. I want it to be now. Yeah. Do you know what would make it to the big five, though, is if they added Baron Corbin? <laughs> oh, yes. Barry the like, see... Bashful Barista is coming <laughs> in. It. I
1: want to see The Miz <laughs> fucking wrap himself in barbed wire, do a leg chop off the side of the stage onto a flaming table. That's hardcore, man. It's, it is, it like, is hardcore. Uh,
2: uh, yeah.
1: Hey, look. Fucking The Miz, right? ECW alumni. This could happen. Yeah. <laughs> ECW
0: alumni. Oh, dear. Um, the WWE Women's Tag Team Championships getting their, their, their first airing at WrestleMania as Sasha Banks and Bayley, and I will refuse to refer to them by their horrible tag team name, defend against... Wait, what Beth-
2: is their tag team name?
0: The Boss and Hug Connection. Yep. What? Yeah. <laughs> One's the boss and one
1: hugs. There you go. It's... But
2: then couldn't they just call them like, Boss, hu- boss Hug? Like, Boss Hug boss. from Dukes of <laughs> had They did a Boss Hug gimmick. Yeah. I mean, it's right there. I'd be alright. I'd be alright with that. I'd be alright with that. <laughs> Fucking niche bullshit. <laughs> yeah, but it was better than the Hug and Boss Connection. Like. What? Uh, that just sounds like someone someone's lawsuit.
0: <laughs> no, it's just this is the new version of when they used to like they would just smash the names of two people like the um, Showmiz and Jericho and stuff like this is the latest version of that except much worse. Like rated RKO. <laughs> hey, they were good. <laughs> that would be great. Um, they're defending against Beth Phoenix and Natalia, the Iconics, and Nia Jax and Tamina. I don't have hugely high hopes for this match. Um, Why not? It's got lots of good women wrestlers in it that are all good. Does
2: it? What?
0: What? Where are you seeing more than two? <laughs> 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 wow!
1: Oh, that's oh. harsh
0: on
2: all of these women. Look, Fred I Phoenix love and Natalia. Are really good. Um.
0: <laughs> okay.
2: I mean, look, we can we can we can disagree
3: on that that, thing you could uh, say. We can disagree on, like Natalia. I think she's kind of overrated because Natalia Natalia was good in that first era when she tagged with Beth Phoenix, and it was it was a bit of a sliding scale thing. I don't think she really hangs with a lot of the younger ones, but I mean, she's better than the Iconics, and she's better than uh, to me.
0: The Iconics are a great gimmick. I I love them. They make me laugh a lot. I don't want to see them wrestle. I yeah, like icon- Nia Jax.
2: Oh. Yeah, I said it. Oh. You, you okay. Just, okay surely... said those,
0: those, those words in that order fell out of your face just there, Jack. I cannot surely... disagree with us. But surely
3: you don't like Tamina. No one likes
2: Tamina. No, I don't like Tamina. I can't give a yep. shit about Tamina. But I like <laughs> Nia Jax. She's cool.
3: Yeah. I would have I would have much rather if they did uh, Banks and Bailey against uh, Beth and uh, Natalya. Like, as Dave said, the iconic... They're really funny. I enjoy their backstage skits. I I enjoy their presence generally in the company. But they are just if, they if, are anything,
0: so if anything, Peyton has gotten worse since she was called up because there was a while there where she was like, "Oh, with the right person, it's not yeah, abysmal." Yeah, I was kind of,
3: I was, I was kind of, yeah, I thought she had something there for a while. How it amazes me. How was Billy Kay like a well-regarded like shimmer regular for like years before she signed? Like she's fucking dreadful. She is so bad. <laughs> and like was, that, if world... you
0: didn't know that, she would seem like someone who like wasn't a wrestler prior to being signed. Yeah,
3: she, they they yeah plucked her out of obscurity and then trained her from scratch. I mean, she's just terrible. Like that women's Royal Rumble match was like the first half of it was some of the worst television. Uh. Major League Wrestling I've ever seen in my life. It was the pits. It I mean, was so
1: bad. It, I think a lot of it is at this point is purely just yeah that they have um, they have charisma and an actual kind of gimmick and presentation that a lot of the women wrestlers they have don't. Um, and every Zango, but the women version. Kinda yeah, But yeah, I agree with you. It's astonishing, like because they have this whole talent pool to pick from with women and. Yeah, we have we have Billy Kay and I don't know. I mean, again, this is one of those matches that I'm also hoping goes about six minutes, and it it just it doesn't need to outstay its welcome because um, it could quickly turn into a clusterfuck. Um, and it seems it just seems like a very weird, random place to shoehorn Beth Phoenix uh, into to this. But, yeah, uh, there you go. Uh, I, I would nah. have gone for a Beth Phoenix Oscar match, but pff, whatever. Ooh, yeah, I would just like that.
0: Sure. Um, Roman Reigns versus Drew McIntyre in possibly the most inevitable of conclusions in the whole night. There isn't a fucking hope in hell Drew McIntyre is winning this. Am I right, Barry?
3: You are absolutely right. Uh, I mean... I guess they had to have Roman on the show beating someone and they didn't really know when he was going to be back and so they couldn't have been prepared. It's all very understandable. And Baron get...
1: Corbin was taken elsewhere, so... Baron Corbin, yeah.
3: This this show is kind of exposing some of their depth problems when you really look at it like that. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, what can you say? Um, yeah. I like Drew a lot uh, um, in theory, but he's one of those ones that in execution... Uh, things uh he, he, he doesn't deliver where 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 you like to there's there's
0: just it's one of those there's something intangible missing yeah you know he has pretty much everything you would want from like a main event level here he's tall yeah he's big he's good He's comfortable talking now, which he wasn't for a I long really time. I really
2: thought that was the start of a song. He's big, he's good, he's interesting as wood. <laughs> <laughs> McIntyre, McIntyre. <laughs> um, Jack, what do
0: you think about this one?
2: Um, I think that uh, Drew McIntyre. No, uh, yeah, it's it's gonna be the Roman show. He's overcome a lot of stuff, and it's cool to see him on the card. And surely, surely he won't be booed, will he? Uh, I
0: know. I I don't think so. I don't think so. If if it's by any crowd, it would be a pocket so small they won't be picked up audibly. I, I wouldn't imagine. Um, That's where they
2: belong in
0: someone's fucking sweaty pocket. Mark, I, I hardly think you're going to have a contrarian take on this
1: not really no um and i don't think there's any need to have one um drew is i mean drew's fine as a, as an upper tier uh, Heel type in in that position he's in um with that said, if Seth Rollins wins the the Universal Championship, he is gonna need some people to go up against, and I think a very easy story you can tell is, hey, here's this guy that took out, uh, you, you know, Dean Ambrose and and beat Roman Reigns at WrestleMania, and that's a, a perfect, you know, the setup mm-hmm. for that feud does make sense. So, um, if they're not doing, uh, well, they're not gonna be doing Brock Lesnar, so Seth would be needing. Um, Incredible heel opponents coming out of Mania, and and Drew does kind of fit the description. So, uh, maybe (laughs) that that is that (laughs) That that match. That noise, noise. yeah, (laughs) you
2: could have just done that noise and not said anything else, and that would have conveyed everything you just said. Uh, I
1: love it. Yeah, I'll give him a five percent
0: chance. Yeah, Yeah. uh. Here, here's a match uh, that I really hope isn't long and probably will be. Uh, no holds barred, Batista versus Triple H. Oh, uh, are you missing? Oh God, oh, this is gonna, gonna be... be. Oh, it's gonna be forty-five minutes.
3: <laughs> some, of the, some of those Undertaker ones were legitimate almost an hour of the television broadcast including all the the entrances and the hot dogging after the fact oh, oh my yeah.
0: god you imagine. and this is this is a man who is like god bless big dave 50 years old hasn't wrestled in 5 years three, th- 5 years yeah 50 years old hasn't wrestled in 5 years versus triple h a man who that that tag match that uh, Triple, H, Triple H and Sean against Undertaker, yeah. oh, whoa, whoa. if you didn't think Triple H was long over the hill before that, oh, mercy me. Oh, mercy me. Um, yeah, it this It really is was gonna... a small
1: miracle that that um, mixed tag last year at Mania with him and Steph and Kurt and Ronda,
0: like... Yeah, the more time goes on, the more you're like, wow, Ronda carried all those people.
1: Pretty much. (laughs) Like, you think about how we've come since then with Kurt in a state that he's in and Triple H. Because you think about... I was thinking about this not too long ago. Like, Triple H has had however many Mania matches he's had. And you think about over the Mm -hmm. last five or six years. But they've all been relatively between... uh, To... uh, No, 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 no. And... (laughs) I don't expect he this. He's just
2: saying to Mark is just making
1: noises, and it is the best commentary I've heard on Mania so far. Yeah. But like the Seth Rollins match was pff, two
0: stars. Oh my god! It was f- so long. The
1: fucking Roman Reigns match. Jesus Christ. Uh. Now again, we had just sat through six hours of mania, but that doesn't excuse how fucking horrendous oh, that oh was. Oh yeah, well
0: this one's hardly going on in the fucking opener, Mark, so it's probably gonna be about <laughs> <five laughs> six hours
1: into the show. The Lesnar match that I saw live was okay at best.
0: Like uh, okay. can I just remind everyone of the Sting match as well? <laughs> that was I, like you no, know, I I didn't it mind was a hundred percent smoke and mirrors. It was. So, oh like,
2: wait, when NWO and DX oh, turned look, up, I enjoyed it. I'm I was sorry. going
0: crazy, but I'm saying like it wasn't a fucking Matt classic. Like It has been a while since yeah. Triple H has put in like a good wrestling performance.
1: And the other thing yeah. as well is because this is going to be Batista's last match, he's going to want to go out there and have the time to tell their story. And
0: yeah, I mean... I-
1: the, Look, the great irony 30, the, the 30 great
0: years ago he couldn't stop tearing triceps i can only imagine now like i have just this is the one where i'm like someone is going to tear every muscle in their body in this match the,
1: the great irony of this though is like the last time he was here he came in and he was going to be this valiant baby face to take uh, the title from Orton mania and was booed fucking just consistently for about four to five months He's come back here now to be the heel to take down Triple H or whatever. He is going to be cheered like a motherfucker in that building. Like, he is... The the heel-face dynamics are going to be so fucked in this match. And it's going to be just superb to watch. And, uh, you know, I, I just... I hope it's entertaining enough because I really like Batista. Not just... Um, yeah, I've, I, he's been fine as a wrestler, but just as a person, like everything you hear about him outside of, of the world of wrestling, yeah, he, he's he's woke, shall we say? But he's just he comes across as a really good dude, and uh, I hope he he gets a, a, a decent enough send off.
0: Barry, before I get your takes on this, let me pitch you an idea for the entrances yep. here. Triple yep. H does one of his like ludicrous pompous entrances with Steph. Okay, takes for fucking ever gets to the ring Batista's music hits Batista being the wry woke man that he is decides he's going to parody one of Triple H's old entrances come out comes out on the big like the unnecessarily large motorcycle that Triple H did the other year but riding on the back in Steph's place James Gunn
3: yes I thought you were gonna say that. that's pretty good
1: uh oh I think you're gonna God. say Melina wow actually speaking of entrances what what are the chances that uh triple h comes out as kratos because he's pretty much like yeah
0: yeah like 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 i said to you mark when you said that idea to me first you were texting me the other day and said it was like it is perfect for triple h because one he doesn't look dissimilar from Kratos. And two, it's about a year after when that reference would have been timely. So that works pretty well for him.
3: Yeah. Yeah. God, I would love that. It's,
0: it is spot on. And even, even a year out a date, it would be for them. It'd be, for them it'd be all right. Yeah, I mean, yeah He was doing a Terminator one entrance five years ago. So.
3: God. Yeah. I forgot about <laughs> four that. Four years oh, ago. God, what a wanker. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Plain and honest commentary.
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I think that's Remember all we need. Really Teesta had those
2: blue shoes for no reason.
0: Remember how he's the best
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: every uh, day. Ah, <laughs> uh, the WWE Universal Championship a match that, like, nominally, nominally, in some cases, probably would have been the main event were it not for other circumstances. Um, we have Brock Lesnar defending against Seth Rollins. And this is another one that seems like it's probably Seth is going to beat Brock here, but at the same time it's Brock who the fuck knows every time we said Roman was finally going to beat him. Brock just beat him like a fucking drum again, Barry.
3: (sighs) I, I mean, this is so lukewarm this match. I mean, they are lucky that, um, that Becky caught fire and, um, uh, they have ronda and kofi caught fire I, I i couldn't give less of a shit about this i,
0: I think the match um, will actually be pretty okay though like it seems like one that brock might be up for
3: yeah yeah and seth is seth is great and i think even though the feud is cold i think people will be into the idea of the match and they'll get behind seth um or i would hope um so yeah i'm sure seth will want to kill himself and, and, and have a great match but yeah. What's interesting about, about, about this show, you were talking about uh, with regards to the, the Drew match, and I do think Mark made an interesting point, that they are going to have to, if Seth wins, they are going to need some heel challenges for him. The flip side of that is, and I know it's outrageous to even really humor the idea, Brock could also just win. You know, yeah. you never know, you don't what know what his fucking status... Does. It's what he it usually does. You don't know what his status is. I just, for some reason, I still feel it in my bones that he's leaving. I feel like everyone involved is happy with that relationship and i think they're going to stay the course um and i don't i don't think they do have a whole lot of i mean i mentioned earlier this this card kind of opening my eyes to the depth of the company i don't think they have heels to challenge i um a, a face champion rollins I, I think that would be some pretty weak months of pay-per-view uh in, in the next few months if it's seth versus bobby and seth versus drew i mean that's and elias i mean that is just death i mean it really yeah. is
2: Guys, where's Kevin Owens?
3: Uh, SmackDown.
0: Yeah, he he was gonna get the um
2: Where's he the on the Kofi this card? slot?
0: Jeez. He was gonna get the Kofi slot. But he's not, he's presumably gonna be in the battle royal. Oh, oh man. I but... was hoping that at the last minute the Sami Zayn was gonna show up and they do Sami and KO against the Usos for oh, the tag that... belts. Uh, But we've got only a couple of days left for that to happen So I I think he's probably just shown up in the Battle Royal
2: Do we not Uh, think we could move KO to Raw though And have him be a credible heel challenger for Seth Rollins
0: You see Smackdown is the show that's moving to Fox So I think they're going to load up that show with people Um, So I don't know if they're going to move him off right after he just came back
3: And also Mm. they they, they seem to be wanting to make a go of him as a face Um, Yeah which is, which is interesting because he's been a heel more or less his entire run. Uh, so um, we'll see how that that pans out. If it just, on, on, just on the subject of Owens, um, if he does have a run as a face and it, it falls flat uh, as his last few runs on the main roster have, I am about ready to start wishing the guy leaves and goes to wrestle elsewhere because i've 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 found his 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 main roster run to pretty much just be a massive bobber across the board
0: yeah his uh, um with the exception of like his first three months and the, the him and jericho
3: yeah i mean it's like yeah i don't I don't think he will i think he's probably going to be there for life just because for the the, yeah. the financial benefits and stuff like that a, co- a couple
0: of interviews uh, he gave would make you think he's a lifer there as long as they want him
3: yeah, and I think I think they will want him. Yeah, that it's it's yeah. I I just miss seeing him traveling the world and having incredible yeah. matches everywhere. Yeah, what is his let's sense... let's
0: not get our, ourselves worked up like when half of Twitter was convinced that Rusev was going to quit and be in the G one. Oh God, remember that
2: <laughs> Similar times. Yeah, as <laughs> um, Rusev is he in the Battle Royal as well?
0: I uh, presume. Uh, I guess so. Yeah, he was um, very but... recently U.S. champion.
2: Yeah, he was who I thought was U.S. He was US
0: champion. Cha- he was U.S. champion at the Royal Rumble. Nakamura beat him, um, and, and then they became him. a tag team. And then Joe then then did Joe beat him, or did some no? Truth be, Truth was champion. Yes, and then Joe beat Truth. Oh my! Wait, does that mean did Truth beat Nakamura?
3: Yeah, I think so. Did not he?
0: Good grief. <laughs>
3: uh but yeah i I'm back on the uh uh yeah. <laughs> match thing um yeah i i don't know i i i think is obviously i was seth is great and he had that stretch last year where he was having great matches all the time after the gauntlet and everything but even even that kind of cooled and i think his reputation as a super worker has kind of cooled quite a lot so it'd be nice if he was to come out of the blocks here and really tear it up but uh Academy just thinks they're sticking with Brock especially because WWE when was the last time even at WrestleMania when was the last time they they went all out with the baby face wins um, um you know uh, it's because yeah, even a,
0: even WrestleMania 30 had Brock beaten the streak
3: absolutely and it's like a lot of people are wondering if the Kofi match, which we'll get to in a second is the one where okay that's the one that the heel wins and the faces win all the other ones I would much rather have Kofi with that one and have Seth lose this one. Yeah.
0: I because this is the one that either way. I guess there's the thing that like there will always be another chance with Seth, at least for the next few years. Whereas like if Kofi's ever going to win the world title, it is this match. Yeah. Um anyone got anything else to add to Brock versus Seth before we on. No? Okay. Mm, no. Uh to the um, other I'm yeah, sure. Right.
2: I'm sure when they edit a video package together, things that Heyman have said will make the match seem really
0: awesome. Yeah. Um, also, I'm going to say if Brock is winning, and I, more and more over this week, like I'm starting to, the doubt is creeping in, and I think maybe Brock might win. Uh, and I'm predicting that if Brock does win, the finish is definitely a curb stomp into the F5 because that that's that true. would be cool. Um, WWE Championship match as the new Daniel Bryan uh, defends against Kofi Kingston. Uh, a match I never thought I'd see for a world title at WrestleMania. Here we fucking are. I'm so in on Kofi having his moment. Um, it's a real feel-good story, even if it's been, like, overbooked to fuck on TV. Just the idea of Kofi getting the title shot is is fucking amazing. Jack.
2: Yeah, it's it's really great. Kofi's been a guy who's been so great in all of the terrible things that they have given him in like the last decade. Like he has flashes of where they're like, "Oh, Kofi, we could do something with him." Then everyone gets really excited and it's just taken away from him. And then whatever he's made to do, he always does with really excellent like attitude and application and he doesn't take matches off he's always a good performer so to finally see him elevated to this slot even if it is somewhat of a freakish set of circumstances like they have to they have to take this opportunity to give Kofi his due and have him win the title and have Daniel Bryan have an all time freak out about it and the two of them just have a great feud on Smackdown for the next few months that's my dream here mark
1: i just it still amazes me that this match is happening um and it's based off of like the catalyst for this is mustafa ali of all people it's it's just this insane it's amazing
0: how like the yeah the plates are like the domino effect that you wouldn't think mustafa ali being injured would have such an effect on theoretically one of the main events of wrestlemania
1: yeah um i i'm not a fan of the fact that they have pulled out the whole b plus player shtick and the fact that it just there's so many there is a
0: kind of i see what they're going for that there is a kind of poetry to that with the like he's coming up against the guy who that they originally did that shtick with
1: there is but there, there's just so many fucking logic holes of like okay if mcmahon is so against having kofi be in his position and considering this is you know his biggest show of the year don't you think he would have just announced who he wanted to actually have got against daniel bryan and i realize i'm putting logic into this and that's
0: the, yeah this is the... your problem is that you're thinking about it yeah i know
1: right um with but that... he probably did have that opinion though like, that's probably well, possibly not a work. But with that said, I can't deny that the the gauntlet match they had with Kofi and the gauntlet match they had with the New Day and the way that they booked out that New Day gauntlet with the Usos, cut, Usos coming down and for Oh, like,
0: that was just a brilliant bit of storytelling.
1: And the bit at the it- end with, you know, and they didn't even have them pin Rowan. They had him fucking counted out. Uh, but I thought that whole thing was was fucking wonderfully put together Uh, just a real kind of magical moment and if it comes to a head and Kofi wins at Mania um, even with the the plot holes the logic holes here and there like they have taken this um, unique circumstance that's come about and and made something of it uh, which isn't what they always do Um, but that does also require Kofi to win and honestly, I don't even think Kofi, if he does does win, would keep it for that long. I think they could do a a, a new day split. They could, you know, you could go mm-hmm. in a bunch of different directions. Um, and it's all just going to be about that moment, him at Mania, in a position that no one at this point would have ever expected. Um, and I think Kofi's been perfect. You know, he's just been speaking from the heart. He's just been, you know, just him as a person. Um, Daniel's kind of the one that's been a bit lost in the shuffle here because he was doing this full on eco-warrior terrorist vegan. Him
0: cutting a promo on a burger at the Rumble was, like, maybe the best thing on that show, apart it was, from Becky winning.
1: But that whole thing doesn't really... You can't really apply it to this angle. So he's just become the... Uh, just kind of stereotypical heel. Like, as kind of cookie-cutter as a heel as you could get. With just yeah. I don't want to face this guy. But there's been nothing more to it. Um so he's kind of the, the bit and that's why you've had Vince kind of really had to be shoehorned into this because they just haven't figured out how to make Daniel work in this in this part of the you know the bigger picture um, now that will all come to a head because you know Daniel will go in there and he'll have a fucking incredible match because that's what he does but that has been the one real weak point other than the, the logic holes but yeah I, I'm so curious to see how this match plays out um, and and I hope I do hope that's uh, that. It just ends with with Kofi winning
0: winning the belt. Barry, your thoughts on this match, and also uh, give me your likelihood that if Kofi wins, we're going to get past Tuesday without E turning on him.
3: Yeah, I, I think I think the the New Day turn. I can, I think that there's there's something to that theory. I think that a lot of people are going in that direction, especially with the idea that you know New Day basically got him the opportunity. Um, so there's definitely something they could do there. But um, I, I, I don't know if I'd be into that. I kind of like the idea, especially because it's so rare we get tag teams. A guy leaves, doesn't leave a tag team, but he basically achieves singles success and just remains a part of that tag team. Like, I hate the idea that you have to shed the tag team to be a single star in WWE, so I would hope not. But I'm I'm well up for this story. I've loved Kofi's performances. I've always been a Kofi guy. I, I've always enjoyed him. Um I think now's the time. I think as Mark has alluded to, I'm 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 really not into the Daniel Bryan character. I I wasn't massively in, in it to begin with. i I've gotten less and less into it as time has gone on. I think it's too cartoony. I think it's NXT prelim stuff. Um I think I, I I don't get the Rowan thing. I I just I have no time for most of this.
0: But but I, you um, see, Barry, the recycling symbol replaced the O in his name. Yeah, I think that, that's, that's what you're b- missing here.
3: That's the best. That's the best bit of Titantron design they've had in, in quite a while. i give that much. But um, <laughs> I was I bring that up. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but yeah, it's like I've I've been really disappointed. I I thought the Brian stuff was great when it first started during the Brock match, when he was just being the biggest dork in the world. And just a little, little piss ad to you who you wanted to see get killed. I thought that was great. But as they've leaned into the eco warrior stuff, I've just completely lost interest. So that's, that's another on top of just the, the great Kofi story. It, to me, it just feels like there's nothing of value lost. If Brian, if Brian loses, you know what I mean? So, so that's, that's, that's part of why I'm at, but, but the, um, Uh, One thing I will say in general about WrestleMania, and I think this is especially true of the women's match as well as true of this feud, is that while while you can take issue with some of the minutia of what they've done, you know, the overbooking, the involvement of Vince, I mean, nobody wants any of this stuff, I think broadly in general, the direction of the Mania feuds has been good, and people have been into it, and I think that's why myself and a lot of people have kind of been able to just kind of look the other way on a lot of the little things. Mm. You know, the Vince involvement, the overbooking of the women's feud, because generally speaking, you're rooting for Kofi, and generally speaking, you want him to beat Brian, and generally speaking, you want Becky to beat Ronda and Charlotte, so do you know know what I mean? It's like they've gotten the general directions correct despite the... um, the the little issues here and there, um, and just one last thing on this match, I could just if I could just curse your brain with the 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 worst possible scenario that I think they might do. Brian uh,
0: just
3: wins. Well, no, I think that'd be pretty terrible. But worse than that, Kofi's on the cusp of winning, and then he's screwed. Vince I I'm returning Bray Wyatt. Ah, uh, on. Oh no. The, the lights go out. They come back up. Sister Abigail and your summer, You get a little Kofi fucking Bray feud to go. Through you know, the
0: much as I loved him about six years ago, there is no wrestler that sums up the the noise of wah, wah, more like Bray Wyatt. <laughs> like as yeah. soon as he arrives,
3: you're like, Arr, oh, yeah. That that that's the absolute worst thing because he's definitely coming back soon. And I feel like yeah. that's where he slots it on the card. And I, See, I, I I had I think been
0: thinking I, he's going to come out and attack Seth, and we're going to have to put up with that, because, like, that is the... If you're a new champion, you have to free feud with Bray Wyatt.
2: I just yeah. like the idea that everybody's in the back, like, oh, Christ, who's he going to feud with? I hope it isn't <laughs> me. Like, no one wants to get eye contact from, like, Michael Hayes or whoever it is that's in charge <laughs> of booking that. <laughs> Everyone's <laughs> just avoiding it.
0: Oh, my God. Uh... Without further ado, gentlemen, we've come to the main event of WrestleMania. Historic first time women main eventing at WrestleMania. And it's about damn time. A triple threat match for what we presume now is both the Raw and SmackDown women's championships. A A three way as Ronda Rousey defends her title. Charlotte, we think, is going to defend her title. And Becky Lynch challenging in there as well. The, the greatest woman that has ever walked the earth Becky Lynch Limerick's own and on that note I'm going to go straight to Barry Barry there's only one acceptable outcome from this match isn't there
3: you would imagine so um, <laughs> I
0: hear that little tinge
3: oh, <laughs> however you know what I, I really don't have too much cynicism about this I think they'll they'll make the right call um, Yeah. Uh, I think and, and as I mentioned during the Kofi match I think People, when this was the direction that was decided, people decided they were hyped for it. And that's all that really mattered. And and all the little missteps uh, since then, really, they haven't manifested in anyone like saying, I'm not going to go to WrestleMania or I'm not going to watch WrestleMania, no matter how much they might protest that. And likewise, I think I might be the high man on this. Charlotte's involvement really doesn't bother me. It really doesn't bother me. It never bothered me. I felt like it was inevitable and... um,
0: I think like the only said, I, part of me that wanted the singles match is just for, you know, Becky to have that, you know, not of course like I think it's a better match for having Charlotte in it. But it was just that small kind of hook Becky part of my brain that wanted it a singles match.
3: And if it was and, and if it was look, if I was making the match I would of course have it be singles. I mean that's that's definitely the that definitely would have been better, but I, I, I've just kind of made my peace with it. And I also think of these of these three, I think I think Charlotte's been the better performer consistently uh, uh, in the last year or so. I think she's really come into her own, uh, and I think she does elevate the match uh, in terms of. Uh, I think she elevates it in terms of aura because I think because she is the most pushed woman, in, like in company history, in a way. When you think about it, you know, because they got more behind her. And they got more behind her in an era where where they got behind women more than they ever did. So, like, when you think mm-hmm. about her place in history, is already guaranteed. Um, but uh, to, to go back to a point I made earlier, I don't think anyone's not going or not watching WrestleMania because she's involved. And I hate to I, – I never like to be the – it's a little thing called heat, Marks.
0: But <laughs>
3: ultimately all oh, the – Oh,
0: you love us.
3: All the, all the resentment towards her is going to manifest as heat, and it ain't going to be the wrong kind of heat, because when they're doing those near falls in that match, you know the place is going to be going ballistic. Um, yeah. And I, I have high hopes not only for the coronation of Becky, but I have high hopes for the quality of this match. I think all three of them, the, the, the significance of this is not lost on them. And I think yeah. all three, especially Charlotte, are going to go out there with the intent of, knocking it out of the park with a, a, an incredible match of the year contender.
0: Mark?
1: Uh, I agree with pretty much everything Barry said there. I will say, and um, um, you know, Barry said there himself that he would have also gone with the straight one-on-one match. And I kind of want to just re-emphasize on that, like the reason that we got here or the the, the start of this idea is that um, you were going to have Becky and Ronda at Survivor Series and then that match got pulled away um, and that was kind of what put Becky into overdrive and getting her to where she is now um, and I think that just the having just those two would have added in simplifying the story and not adding the, the layers of uh, just convoluted nonsense we've had to get here Um and that may have also benefited Asuka and maybe they would have gone with Charlotte. Um, so again, like with the the Kofi storyline, like where I try to apply logic to this, it does fall short in some areas. But in the long run, it's not going to matter. Um, we do have the first women's main event in uh, WrestleMania main event in history. And it isn't a case of... Um, the wwe trying to shoehorn like oh here's the first hell in a cell main event or here is the first whatever just because you know here's this first thing and look how progressive we're being no it is this is the main event because it deserves to be the main event because it has the most amount of attention and you know having ronda rousey in there is is a significant part of that but fuck it you do so you have you just you have to do it and it it's, it feels completely organic apart from the points where they've completely fucked this up but it still is in its <laughs> raw you know the raw kind of form of it it is an organic thing that is there and it feels right to be the main event of wrestlemania and when the f- the idea was first originally pitched i don't think you'd have found many people that would have been like nah that because you no, it'd be like, yeah sure that fucking does make the sense to be the main event and you know if Seth and Brock have have had to have been Sacrificed for it's fucking so be it Like I don't think it makes too much difference In the grand scheme of things um, If Seth and Brock were in the main event or not So yeah do fucking put this In the main event and and it deserves to be there And um, these three Are going to go out there and kill it And uh, Ronda in one year Is going to have just had one of the most fucking incredible Debut years like any Since probably Kurt Angle Since fucking Kurt Angle yeah um and it it cannot be understated, like how quick she's picked this up and how impressive she's been in the year uh bar some of her you know acting performances, but hey, no one's perfect um so yeah i'm I'm all for this match, and um hopefully I'm still fucking awake when it starts at like eight o'clock on Tuesday morning. I'll be watching this on the way to work,
0: I reckon on Monday. Uh- yeah, it, live. It'll still be on by yeah, the time you're no, I, Yeah,
2: no, I I fully intend on watching this live. Like, what? Because I, I usually get up at like maybe twenty to six. I don't think this match would have happened by then.
0: I hope you're wrong. I've never <laughs> hoped you're wrong more, my friend. Uh, give me your 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 takes on this match.
2: I mean, it's very hard to add anything to everything that's that's already been said, except that it seems. Uh, it doesn't happen a lot in a company that always talks about brass rings, etc., etc., that somebody just makes something for themselves. Like, the last person to do it was probably Punk, um, to the extent that Becky has Brian, just taken... as well. Yeah, but Bri- I see Brian agreed with Brian in that he wasn't their plan, but that was a lot more to do with the the fan reaction to brian than it was and, it, and it's because everyone loves brian than it was anything brian was saying or doing himself yeah. Yeah. anything he's far too modest to sort of be that guy He is just a guy that is the lunch pail i'm gonna go to work and do my job and do it better than anyone else kind of guy whereas becky is like a genuinely transcendent um talent in the company and has created herself she is a self made woman and yet she refers to herself as the man and that is as fucking cool as it gets uh, so it is the right decision in every facet of correct decision making to have her win this match i don't care who she pins i think it's probably cooler if she pins charlotte and they maybe save a ronda a big ronda match for somewhere down the line and I would expect that to be the the sort of landmark moment of this WrestleMania. And yeah, I, I'm very excited and this should be the culmination of a really awesome four five month run from Becky that has just seen her go from afterthought to most popular superstar in the fucking Fed.
0: Yeah, I couldn't say it any better. Uh, before we wrap things up here, I'm, I'm going to throwy a uh, quick question i think it's similar to one that i threw at the end of last year's wrestlemania preview uh, i'm gonna go around the the table and give me a maximum of three predictions for call-ups or brand jumps uh, in in the week or two following wrestlemania what pieces would you move around the chessboard or what uh, who would you bring up from nxt uh, we'll go with barry first
3: Okay, Uh um... Oh, this is tough. I was not prepared. Um... Yeah, that's the point. <laughs> yeah, I would say Gargano uh, to... I don't think he... I think SmackDown will be the best place for him. I really, really hope that 205 rumor does not come to pass when we talk about a waste. Um... I don't know if you'll count this, but I would move Pete Dunne to NXT proper. Yeah. Uh, um what else we got Uh, as much as I said earlier that I'd love to keep her on NXT I mean being realistic it's just not going to happen and I would move Shayna where would be the best place to put Shayna because the thing
0: is like with with Becky with boat belts you can't keep Shayna away from her too long
3: yeah I I would probably put her on Raw just because I think she has such big potential to be a huge star I'd probably put her on Raw yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, and the thing, the thing is, as much as li- I like Shane at NXT, I also think NXT is overdue a, a, a big proper shakeup. Like, you know, yeah. get Gargano out of there, and Shane has kind of done everything there is to do. I, I,
0: <laughs> get Keith Lee doing something.
3: <laughs> yeah, get Keith Lee doing something. Move him up the card, and and, and get Pete done mixing it up with the with the main mainline NXT guys. so Yeah, that's 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 my uh, my plan.
0: Uh, we'll go next to Jack.
2: Uh, so I already called it. I guess earlier I'd probably move kevin owens over to raw and have a feud with seth for the belt because I, I think that would kind of be cool to see or alternatively you move seth to smackdown and you do a flipperoo of the titles and then you have kofi's on raw kofi on raw which against brock <laughs> yeah. well i don't know if we see much more brock after this i don't know um, no one knows of Brock, but yeah, I, I think that would be interesting just to see Kofi on Raw and then have him like have a go by himself and, and see what interesting feuds they could they could develop for him. Uh Pete to NXT is is a very obvious one, but I'd also like to see Mustache Mountain on the NXT main roster as well. Just because I think like if they could get Trent to get his personality across on nxt those two could be like a fucking massive deal as a tag team um i wouldn't have them go up against the war raiders straight away i'd probably flip the belts over to someone else um and then have uh those two win it proper because the, the little sort of feud they had was really really cool Um, And seeing them go to the top, whether or not it was just to sort of promote the idea of the the WWE NXT UK thing and and the Albert Hall show that they did. But still, I'd quite like to see those guys on full time uh, NXT just to see what they could do.
0: So, yeah. okay, Um, I'll go uh, and then we'll finish with Mark. Uh, I would bring Shayna to Raw as well. Uh, I would put I would switch. Finn and AJ, put Finn on SmackDown, AJ to Raw. Uh, and I would put Brian on Raw to feud with yeah. Seth.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. That could work.
0: Right. I, just because I really want to see that match for a world title. Um, but I have a feeling that one or other champion is going to be feuding with Bray Wyatt. So <laughs> now that that's been mentioned. Um, Mark.
1: Uh, I'm going to cheat your system a little bit, because technically they still have the NXT graphics, so I'm going to say Alistair Black and Ricochet will get be called <laughs> up and go to He's SmackDown. Goddamn
0: garbage, man.
1: Uh, I'm going to say The Revival to AEW, and Anderson and Gallows to New Japan Pro Wrestling.
0: Here he is. Here he is. Straight in. Right at the end. Anyway... That's been another wrap up here, an exhaustive grap-up looking at WrestleMania week. Um, thank you all for tuning in. I'd like to thank Jack and Barry for joining us yet again. Hopefully this year it'll be more than eight months after our WrestleMania preview before we talk about our WrestleMania review. Um, but uh, on, until then, um, Barry, you got anything to plug?
3: Yes, uh, you can follow me on twitter twitter.com slash the Barryland for updates about life the various projects i've got going on uh if you are interested in some more wrestling content you can follow at gorilla island which is g-u-e-r-r-i-r-l-a-i-s-l-a-n-d on twitter that's where me and my three pals we are going through from the beginning the entire back catalog of pro wrestling Gorilla, and we are having a swell time doing it. I'm, I'm really, really enjoying that. Uh, and also, uh, thebarryland.com is where I blog and put up the occasional match review and TV reviews, and literally whatever I feel like reviewing goes up on there. Uh, so you can follow me on Twitter for for more updates on what's going up on that blog soon as well.
0: Yeah, dude, give Gorilla Island. A listen, I'm, I'm enjoying it myself, following along with shows I, I never saw because it's like gold trying to, trying to get. A hold of some of those old shows I don't envy you. Uh, yeah. three legends and Zig, uh, on that show <laughs> <laughs> just, just, just to see if he listens and slags me off. Uh, <laughs> yeah,
3: I got, I'm gonna be watching very closely to see if he picks up on that. He better yeah, listen.
0: Yeah. It's, I think he has a sixth sense for if he's buried in some quarter, so he'll probably will get a tweet off of anyway. Uh, Jack,
2: um, you can you can follow me on Twitter at http colon forward slash forward slash www.twitter.com forward slash j a c k l a y z e double l uh yep that is my main plug um i am sometimes on other podcasts on this network so please listen to those there is allegedly a film podcaster (laughs) me and dave do which is really intermittent but uh when you see that please please go and listen to it and uh yeah, hashtag don't let CHO go.
1: Mark? Uh, um, what, am I doing plugs on my own podcast? Is that a thing? Yeah, uh, well, I've
0: plugged, I've plugged that podcast twice. that's so true. I'll well give it one last one for the road. Yeah,
1: uh, the Honor Roll. Uh, I'm doing a, a weekly podcast now about uh, Ring of Honor um, at voicesofwrestling.com. Uh, the first episode actually had dropped while this podcast uh, recording was being done uh, myself dave ryan and friend of the show alan farrell are doing a preview of the g1 supercard next saturday uh, and then the next episode will more than likely be a review of that show as we are half dead on sunday morning preparing for wrestlemania
0: and as i plug to the lads off the air perhaps an all-time great alan farrell performance on that show so so tune in even if you don't care for myself or mark
2: <laughs> did he mention shaka Hislop?
0: I, I'm not going to, you just, it needs to be heard to be believed some of the, the things Alan does on that show. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, finally, I guess my most relevant plug, because if you're here, you already have heard about Link to the Cast. So my most relevant plug to the Graps is Days of Thunder at WCW Thunder Pod. Myself and uh, my good friend Lee Malone have gone an entirely different way to to Barry and the guys. And we have decided to seek out one of the worst Uh, regular wrestling shows that was ever broadcast WCW Thunder every two weeks we watch a new episode of that for reasons that are beyond either of our understandings anyway for another episode of the Grap Up I've been Dave Ryan Mark Robinson Jack Lazell Barry Barry Murphy on the line Uh, we'll see you all after Wrestlemania hope you all survive it